This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah? I saw this story. I thought this was interesting. All right. We live in a world where there is such a thing as a luxury face shield. It is made by Louis Vuitton. I've seen these things. Louis Vuitton has come up with a face shield. I was going to send you this this morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, I laughed out loud when I heard it. Like, I mean, you knew it was coming. Yes. I mean, it, it, it. Listen, it's COVID has lingered long enough now to where you can. Get it's an some industry luxury. Exactly, it's, it's an, an industry, industry now, and yeah. there's money to be had, and yep. there's creativity. I've actually seen a cool face shield that I think I want. Okay, <laughs> is it tactical? It is not, no, but it, what it does is it. You wear it like glasses, and it kind of con. It, it eliminates the, the need for the, a a a mask across your. Face. Yeah, it's more of a shield. It's more of a shield, mm-hmm. but it contours to your face, yeah, and you can see. It's not like this, but it's a, there, up in the, there's a picture up in the studio here that's a little bit more like uh, open. It contours a little bit, so it, it and it, it dims. So if you go out in the sun, it'll like give you a little. Well, oh. the Louis Vuitton one does. Yeah. Yes. All, right. Uh, All right. So let's let's see. Maybe I maybe you need to upgrade. Uh, the one that Andy Reid was wearing during Thursday night football on Thursday night, obviously, uh, kept fogging up. So they need to have like uh, anti-fog one, one with big holes in it. Yeah. Well, the, well, like your glasses, they just need to be cleaned. Yeah. And it won't fog up. You can actually use. There's a solution that you can use, and I, I bought actually two pairs of sunglasses that have. Um, uh, they're treated to stop from right. the uh, the fogging from occurring, but you can also spray a lotion on, or not a lotion, but no. the essentially essentially it's soap. It's, yeah, the, same, it's, it's it the same thing for masks. Yeah. So when you when you scuba dive and you wear a mask. Uh, they put defogger in there, or you can use baby shampoo. And the reason you use baby shampoo is because it doesn't burn your ah. eyes. So, uh, so that's what we have at home for our goggles and such. Uh, is you just put a little bit in there and they won't fog up. And Do your goggles have little compartments for bagels? Same thing for your glasses. <laughs> right. When, when wearing a mask, that fog is caused because. Uh, it, the surface is not clean enough, and that uh, that moisture attaches to it. Okay. Um, question about that and defogging and windshields. Is there something that you can place on your windshields? Did you just say that? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. I have the same problem as you, and it drives yeah. me nuts. When it, when it fogs on the yeah. inside. Yeah. I, we're, we're living in 2020. It, can't there be a solution to <laughs> Do you that? run, when you run, when you put the defogger on, it does two things, you know, you know, the, the process. Yeah. Uh, does it work quickly? I, Casey and I have had back-to-back cars where it's just, it continues to happen for no apparent reason. And maybe, maybe Case, it, that it's that it's dirty on the Are inside. Are you sure that you have your, your system set to where air circulates? It does yeah. not just, you need I, to do I mean, it doesn't circulate. I'm it, doing the thing that you're it. supposed to do. All right, um... Rain-X makes a product okay. that is an anti-fog uh, solution. Okay. Now, I don't know if that's for the outside or the inside. I've never looked See, at using it before. I have the outside stuff that when it rains, it just beads right oh, off. Oh, I you, love that Yeah, stuff. you essentially... Amazing. Yeah, you don't Rain-X. even need your... Uh, I almost said hand sanitizer. You don't even need your hand wipers. sanitizer. You don't need your, your windshield wipers. Even in a torrential downpour. Yes, I mm-hmm. tried to remember to do that. You, now, you need to do it only in the warm months. You can't do it when it's cold. Oh, man. Uh, so, uh, I try to remember... At the start of spring, to put Rain-X on my, uh, I could do it now, though, windshield. right? It's not. Cold yeah, you'd be yet. all right for now because it, it, yeah. it only lasts a couple of months anyway. Uh, but anyhow, the Louis Vuitton Shield, yeah, is will be available for purchase in October, and it will reportedly they haven't officially announced the price, 
but it's going to be over $950. So, and then, if I, correct me if I'm wrong, but the only thing that really indicates that it's Louis Vuitton is a very thin strap. Right, right. That's the, it. The, yeah. Well, the strap across the top. Yeah. The, that goes the around only... the perimeter of it, and then I think I'm sure something that goes behind the head will will have that. But really, if you're looking at it from the front, it's, it's so small to even see. No, Kathy, you you can't see because there's a glare here. But uh, on the on like the headband part here, yeah, that goes that, around the head, right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, says yeah. Louis, that's uh, got the Louis uh, Vuitton. Right. The design of this seems really kind of too open air. Well, it's it's similar to. Do you remember? Oh man, who was the the. Who is the guy that owned a basketball team in Los Angeles? And oh, he, right, Sterling? Yeah, the Clippers yeah, guy. Sterling. Yeah, and his his you know his oh that his companion. What was her name? I forgot, but she wore a face shield like that. And yeah. it, because the thing is, you can flip it up, and it's a visor. It's true. And then you pull it down over your face, and it's a uh, it's Aww. a screen. So that's what this Louis Vuitton face shield <laughs> is like. Uh, is like not white. Uh, <laughs> having a tough time today with that. <laughs> so. A rep denied that the pricing uh, has been announced as of yet, but the Louis Vuitton face shield 900%. looks nice. It's trimmed with leather. It doesn't look nice. The part that secures it to the wearer's head looks sort of like a headband and less like something that was kind of rigged by a, te- a ke- uh, chemical technician, it says in this story. According to Vanity Fair, the Louis Vuitton face shield can be flipped upwards to be worn as a peaked hat. You oh, know, shut up. And it comes with transition <laughs> lens technology, Steve. So it, so it darkens as the day moves along, correct? That's correct. That's now, the best part of it. I mean, for $950 is ridiculous, but, I mean, that's there, there's nothing else like that. It makes you look like a robot. Yes. <laughs> it can make it you does. look like a robot. I use, and I don't know if you guys do as well, I will take a Wawa bag and I will uh, attach it around my throat with a rubber band. Okay, yes. No. Yeah, no, that's what I keep hearing. Right, yeah. <laughs> to do that. CDC recommend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you use a Wawa bag, a plastic bag, and put it over your head, and then you uh, you uh, fix it to your throat with a rubber band, you're golden. Stop. Kathy, is there a Louis Vuitton store in the King of Prussia Mall? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's always a line outside always. now. That's what I thought, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know if it had um, closed because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then is there a COVID store in the KOP yes, Mall? Yeah, okay. You can buy your COVID there. No, you could do buy, me a favor like, and tell me what, what's the COVID store. It's a new store. Just opened up, like I mean, with a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, uh, and it's it's all face masks and just anything you there need you for COVID. And by the way, were you the one that sent the picture of a place that's opening soon called Moose Knuckles? Yes, Moose Knuckles. It's opened. What is it? I, you know what? I wanted to look it up before we talked <laughs> about it. I I think um I think it is uh outerwear. I think it's jackets. I th- I thought it'd be the kind of thing you'd put in your uh in in your uh, yoga pants to make it look. <laughs> Seriously. No, I think, I'm pretty sure that Moose Knuckle is like a Canadian company. Okay. And I believe it's outerwear. I mean, listen, there is a place called Camel Towing, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. People like to do those play on words. An exposed sweaty badge. <laughs> it's a new place that opened up in the mall. Exposed sweaty badge. Yeah. I haven't it, seen it's, that It's yet. A, a grilled cheese place. Is there a blue waffle anywhere? <laughs> it's a breakfast place. <laughs> I guess it's a Canadian store, Moose Knuckles. It, okay, yeah. that's what I yeah, thought. Yeah. yeah. Mm. They're hiring uh, assistant manager. All right. So, if you want to work at Moose Knuckles. Uh-huh. Chuck uh, wants to open a place, uh, a bar, restaurant boot? down the shore now called Barnacles, uh, but spelled Bar Knuckles. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah. I and like so, that. So he and I had been going back and forth. Wouldn't my, that be okay, great? You guys, we, you have a, your retirement plan is you run a, a, a bar restaurant I don't want to own shore? a bar restaurant. No, I, I'd rather own a gas station. A, a, a gas I wanna, station? I want to own a gas station. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
But you can't eat gas. <laughs> Why do you want to own a gas station? I don't know. That's what Chuck wants to do. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I could do that. I can yeah. own a gas station. I'll drink Listen, your oil. Here's the deal. When you're going out of Wildwood in, towards Rio Grande, there is a, a Riggins gas station on the right yeah. that nobody goes to. Yeah. And people will actively make a left to go into the Wawa gas station, which, listen, we all love Wawa. This is we not do. this is not an indictment on Wawa. No, far but be like, it. Dude, it is so packed and crowded there, and people still go there. They, they go past well, Riggins. Is, it, is there a price difference? That's no. Riggins. Why. No, Kathy. Riggins is actually two cents cheaper. It was two seventeen a gallon, and it was two nineteen at Wawa. But people are going past the one on the right to turn into the one on the left. It's crazy. Does Riggins have... Sandwiches no. and things like that. That's why I want to buy it, and I want to, you know, put some you sandwiches there. With Wawa, I just want to sell gas, really. <laughs> I, you know, I just, I just want to sell gas. I, just sell, I had some ideas, All right? All I ever wanted to do was sell gas, <laughs> just like at Riggins. Case, add this to your idea: gas okay. station and car wash. There's nowhere down the shore to get your car washed. No, you're absolutely mm. right. Ah. Well, so and, down there and, uh, and sells pierogies too. <laughs> Man, gas station and pierogies. No car wash and pierogies. I, I did love wanna, it. I right. to, you you get your pierogies as your car starts to go through to be washed. Or would you say you pierogies eat, and right. car wash? Maybe you it'd be eat. pierogies and car you wash. You order your food before you go through the car wash, Pierog and then wash. when you get out of the car wash, your food is ready for you. Right. Mm, I kind of want to eat it while I go through. Washogies. <laughs> All right. So, what were you about to say to Kathy? Uh, there's another uh, idea that I have for a food place, called, and I'm going to call it Sergeant Peppers. Uh-huh. And it, all it is is just it's just specialized stuffed peppers. That's all it is. So, hoagie peppers, pizza peppers. Just you know, it would be great. Pepper peppers <laughs> sell nothing. Pepper soup sell nothing. Pepper related. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, right. buffalo peppers, <laughs> buffalo chicken peppers, yes. buffalo chicken peppers. Dude, could you imagine eating soup out of a pepper? That'd be pretty good. <laughs> Please isolate what he just said. I just want. <laughs> yeah, I do. I want to try. Could yeah, really you imagine that? I like yeah. stuffed peppers. That'd be uh, great. Omelet peppers. I'm in. Yeah. I hey, do you know best. you know who has great stuffed peppers? Uh-huh. I kid you not. Uh, Costco. Really? Costco really? has uh, great you, Sergeant Peppers. Peppers. They have they have pre prepared meals that you just essentially throw in the oven and they're good to go. They make they make great stuffed peppers. They make really good meatloaf. Okay. Meatloaf and mashed potatoes. They also have a. Um, I want to open up a supermarket called Hay Food. They have like this soft taco uh, setup. All right, and we buy them all the time. They're excellent. You've seen me bring them in here. Dude, you wow. like always bring in Costco. I just don't have any Costco's that are like convenient for yeah. me right now. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But you want to open up a stuffed pepper place? I don't know. These are just ideas I have. I like it. Yeah. No, I like it. Million, odd, million dollar ideas. Yeah. You know, but you I see, they, they come and go. Yeah, but Kath, this um, this gas station, it is a service station, right? So uh, I would get rid of the two bays. I would make it a place where you can actually get some food. And the other idea I had was that uh, what I would do at this place is I would definitely have a section of the convenience store that sold exclusively things that you get down the shore. They have like Johnson's popcorn, the peanut butter place. Uh, you know, okay. Like, you know, what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, I know what you were going to say that I, that I, we stopped mid thought. Was you were going to counter Kathy talking about them uh, not having any car washes down the shore? There. Well, I mean, down where I am, just outside in Rio Grande, there is a car wash. Uh, it's. It, I think it's one of those. Uh, it might be a do-it-yourself type of car wash, but there right. is definitely a car wash down there. It's a car wash slash Cinnabon. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, Dude, cinnamons, they just don't exist anymore. And that's a real shame. They do at the airport. Yeah. Well, what do you there's, mean? There's one in the King of Prussia Mall. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that, that that's just a small business. Yeah. <laughs> Go grab that while you get your uh, Louis Vuitton shield. Yeah. Uh, yeah in I'm fact, not. your Louis Vuitton shield has a little rack to hold your Cinnabon. <laughs> <laughs> the only Cinnabon that I really knew of was in the uh, one of the, uh, it might be like Molly Pitcher or something like that on the... Uh, uh, New Jersey Turnpike. Okay. If we talk about them enough on air, do you think they'll send us some? Cinnabons? Yeah, is that is that allowed? The, part of the like, deal, you know, the understanding with radio what? is that Not if really? you provide free advertisement, <laughs> they're supposed to send you products. That's what I thought. <laughs> for your per- it says right there in the FCC rules. <laughs> right. Personal enrichment through on-air unpaid yes. advertisement is strictly encouraged. Nick, you can do it, but only for your personal enjoyment. Yes. Okay, see, yes. yes. It has rules. to be money that you siphon away from the station right, for right. your own personal gain. That's what I thought. I just want to uh, yeah. you guys. So that's the way it works. By the way, somebody has a, uh, a great segment for uh, Casey called Casey's Million Dollar Ideas. I have yeah. another one, but I, should... I don't want to share it on the air. I know what it is, a gas station, but the gas pumps pump Cinnabon sauce. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's not my idea. That's yours, but it's brilliant. Marissa? Well, while we wait for them, uh, Pillsbury does do Cinnabon flavored cinnamon rolls. Okay. Like, you know, uh, the ones you bet in the uh, freezer? Uh, no, they're not that uh, bad. Yeah, I did it. I mean, they're, they're not going to be as good, but... No, smell good in your yeah. Yeah. I do have a question, though. Is there a place... Like, I have an idea here that I need, like, um, like a manufacturer to create something. Oh, I need it to be made this. out of plastic, and I... Um, Okay. Yeah. Like a harder plastic well, I need. I have one as well. And this is not my idea. It's my son's idea. But uh, is are you asking, like, is there a place to register ideas like this? Or, or are you looking no. for an actual He's talking about actually having a, a place that will step up and take your design and okay. manufacture, uh, like, a prototype. Yeah, right? it's a prototype. Create, That's because, all I right. need. Because at some point, you have a great idea, and you have to you yeah. have to get eventually down to the specifics. I've always found this amazing about creating a product. Right, right. Is that you have to create that from whatever materials you got to decide which materials are are the correct ones to use, then you have to have the equipment that manufactures the those equi- pieces yes, for right. you. It's it's an incredible process. Like my flying bathtub idea. I don't know who. <laughs> I don't know who to go to for that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if anybody knows there's there. anywhere to. Fine All right, well, maybe somebody can help out. I mean, because you see these people go on, on like, Shark Tank and so on, and they've <laughs> developed these things. They have these products ready to go, but they had to take they a step. They paid a company. Yes, you're right. Yeah. To begin to get that to physically make them happen. So they do, like, a, like a, I guess it's still called a CAD, you know, a model that, you know, like a, a la Tony Stark when he's doing the deal and spinning it around. And, yeah. and, and, and then somebody... With a with a three D printer or something, we'll do a pro- depending on the size of the thing. Yeah. Obviously, my flying bathtub is larger, so <laughs> so you need a manufacturer. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Shark Tank, I never really watched, but Chuck loves it, and so I watched a couple episodes with him. How about uh, my six hundred pound life? My uh, my two favorite things on Shark Tank is uh is when the guy starts crying because it's been a, a passion project of his. Yeah. Like right, it happens right. like every you know other yeah. one. And, uh, yeah. You know, and they start like, <laughs> you need to understand, Sergeant Peppers has been a lifelong thing. <laughs> Imagine eating soup out of the pepper! <laughs> and then the other one that I love, but I actually hate it, are the little skits that the families do. Oh, you know, oh yeah. they're the worst. We're the Wilsons! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they, yeah, they do some yeah, choreographing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, it's dumb. Casey, here we go. Here's from someone who has attempted to get a product together. Says, I did this. I created a product, had it all the way down to blueprints, and then the company said uh, that I need $10,000 to make the prototype. 
And that's where you fall prey, and we talked about this, that you fall prey to companies that will steal ideas and or milk your bad idea to drain you of money. Well, hence Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Okay, so that's that's where you get the investments. You you present your your idea, and you you, you need to get uh, you need to make sure that it's all not necessarily patented, but but that the proper documentation so that someone can't steal your idea, and then you have to ask people for money to help you ma- help make it happen. So, so I fall in prey twice. Now I knew that it was it was a fifty fifty that I might lose the monies. You know, one was a a, a computerized yoga mat thing that looked pretty promising. Oh, that's was, right. was I remember not. that. And then a drone uh, that the technology seemed cool. Now there are drones that have mimicked exactly what this drone was promising to do. And yeah. I, now I have that. But uh, so, you you know, but there are companies that literally will set up Kickstarter programs to raise their money that way. And then they never deliver on it. And yep. for some reason, they can get away with that because they're saying basically in the in their um, agreement with you that they the product doesn't have to be finished or really somehow in the small print. Well, no, it's, you get away with it. It's a good faith thing. It's yeah. like when your friend wants to, yeah. uh, you know, I've had people ask me for money to, to invest, invest on yeah. like a movie project or, or a flying like bathtub. And you're not guaranteed anything at all. You're doing it on good faith. It's right. an investment. It's yeah. just like buying stock and so on. Uh, Steve, the one I almost kickstarted, uh, was an ironing board. <laughs> oh, so what made this ironing board? It was badass. Yeah. It's one where you would put the shirt on, you slip it all the way on it. Yeah. Okay. And then instead of taking it off and flipping it over and doing the other side, oh, yeah. the whole thing Flips. rotates. Yeah. Oh, I oh wow. That. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. this is. That was so Ironing like... takes forever. This cuts it in half. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, it, now there's probably something yeah. out there now that's like that. That would have been similar. Maybe. People prey on these Kickstarter programs. Yeah. Well, no, the steamer is, because then you don't even have to pull from out. Cleveland. Yeah, you from don't Cleveland. You don't even have to pull yeah. out Cleveland. the yeah. ironing board. <laughs> I know. There's another one where it, it's a Schult, uh, Schult. <laughs> shirt folder. Do you carry Schultz? <laughs> is it the three panel thing? Yeah. yeah. I bought one of those. No, no, no. It's, oh, okay. it's computerized, though. What? Yeah. Excuse me? You just throw it's your shirt automated. over it. It's like, whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, it's automated. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I will fold your shirt. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I might pay for something like that. Hang on, I'm going to go to Van. Hi, Van. Good morning. Hey, guys. What's going on? Not much, but so you might be able to help Casey out? Yes, there is a perfect place for this. It's uh, it's for entrepreneurs. It's downtown. It's called NextFab, N-X-T-F-A-B. There's one on Washington Ave. There's one in South Philly. I think there's one in Delaware that just opened up, but it's Literally, you go there, they have a team that'll put it together, or you just tell them what they want to do, and they'll show you how to do it, and you can pay for the time to make it yourself. So let me ask you, Van, I think I actually, I think I've seen a a news story on this company. Do you know how you secure your idea so that it doesn't fall prey to someone who might be looking to steal a million-dollar idea? Yeah, they have a whole non-disclosure agreement thing that you sign. All right. I mean, it's it's very well done. I went and toured the place, and it's it's kind of amazing. But uh, did you bring them an idea? Did did you have something you were trying to manufacture? Yes, I did. And and, and how I, far did you get? I I went and talked to them about it, and then I got lazy and didn't follow up. 
Is it a flying it ironing board? <laughs> yeah, it was a nice ironing board. And the flying ironing board. Yes. I like that, Steve. It's called for bathtub <laughs> yes. ironing board. There's a whole right. fleet of flying things next, that we haven't done yet. Next fab. I am intrigued by stuff like that. Thanks for the heads up, Van. Yeah, have a good one, guys. Right, that's later, cool. Uh, well, we should do that. There was a guy that I met one time. A friend of mine was getting married. He was at his wedding, and, and uh, it was, we were just sitting at the same table, and we started talking. And whatever conversation we got started up in led me led him to tell me about this invention that he had. And it was for a toy. Okay, it was a, a kid's toy. You might find it in a, to- a toy store. And uh, he was showing it to me, and it seemed like a good idea. And essentially, he was trying to get around to me investing, investing in yeah. it. <laughs> and I was, I was talking to another person at the wedding, uh, and I was like, yeah, talking blah, blah, blah. He's telling me about this toy. And he goes, oh, Jesus, he's selling you on the toy thing. Uh, yeah, so yeah, you're like, yeah, we've all been yeah. hit up by him. It's called G.I. John. But, but he made it pretty far to where they had a prototype. They had a marketing campaign. He showed me pictures of photo shoots of, of what the advertising would look like and everything. I never saw that toy again yeah. ever surface. And, and uh, it seemed like a fairly unique idea, but... You got to understand the competition is fierce. It's tremendous, especially in the toy industry. Yeah. You look at those. Well, remember those things that were were just a gold mine. You, and uh, the Goldbergs did an episode where you you, you know on the you throw them against the wall and they they, they stick and they kind yeah, of what was that called they crawl yeah. yeah. I mean, little gelatinous masses, right. and they were huge hey, fidget you, spinners. Um, what was that? Oh gosh, uh, Nick and Kathy when we were younger, hydro colors. Well, freaky freezies. No, or? not not freezy freaky. <laughs> you have freaky. That. Yeah, uh, it was shirt. Yeah. Flashlights. No, no, no. material, and when you would touch it, when yeah. you have oh, contact with your body, right. change colors. Yes. Hyper colors. Yes. Hyper colors. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I loved those. Yeah, you could only wash that shirt like three times, and then it stopped working. Stopped essentially, working. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep, I remember those. Um, well, if you want to try your product out, case you should check out this place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the. Was it called Next Something? Next Fab. Next Fab. Yeah. All right, look into that. I want to hear your idea, by the way. I will. And I think we need to do a segment of Casey's Million Dollar Ideas. All right, anyhow, uh, there is. A, we got started on that by the fact that uh, Louis Vuitton yes. has made a face shield, and it only costs you $1,000. 1000 bucks. That's it. Well worth it. Absolutely. All right, we're going to break and come back with some more B-File stories just for you, hand-picked just for you. So we'll do that in a moment. Love Preston, Steve, and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A lot of a uh, lot of good stories to share with you. Um, uh, so let me clean out the drawer of junk and uh, pass some of these things along to you. Because I'd hate to you know, just let them go by the wayside. No, I mean you go to all the trouble to collect them and then yeah. uh, have them just time out. Come on, it seems like a crime. <laughs> How about this, uh, McKee's Rocks, Pennsylvania? I have no idea where that is. Um, it's in PA. Uh, it's in oh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Pennsylvania is a very large state. I That's don't true. Really know. So, but wherever that is, a 96-year-old woman named Sarah Lyons 
uh, has become the first ever at her local bowling alley to roll what's called a no-tap 300. So I've never heard of a no-tap 300 before. All right, so I, I know that when I was in a bowling league, the final night of the year, uh, there was a guy, for instance, who he bowled a 300. Oh, man, I I, I think I might be missing. And the guy left early and you found a bowling shoe okay. and then you tried to find who it was. <laughs> oh, shoot, man. I, I I think I'm um, I'm I'm drawing a blank here. I'm, I'm, right. I'm sort of misremembering, you but I want to, yeah. but I want to say that if you knock down nine pins, it counted as a strike. But I yeah. don't know if that's for all the frames. I, I think you're right, Case, because okay. I looked looked it up, but I don't understand that. That doesn't make any sense to me. It does, it's, yeah. not a, it's, not a, it's like a fun thing. It's the oh. end. Of, it's the end of the year. You're not playing for necessarily. Um, you're not playing for. Uh, well, then I'm sorry, Grandma. I'm not impressed. <laughs> you're not playing for the championship or, yeah. or anything like that. Here it is. Here it is. Yeah, with the the nine uh, the nine pin no tap. If nine pins are knocked down, it is scored as a strike. With manual scoring, each bowler can have his own no tap value. So novices and experienced bowlers can compete together. So it's it's like okay. golf. It's like All handicap. Right. Okay. okay. Right. Right. Okay. So I want to say there was a guy next to me who. Uh, was about to bowl a, a 300, and then it was the last f- frame and the last ball, and he knocked down nine pins. So we got like a, a 299. Right. Wow. Um, Still but, awesome. But it, And it was that yeah. same night right. where they were doing doesn't no count, tap. Though. Well, they were they were doing no tap, and you're right. It doesn't count. Yeah. But they were saying that because it was a no tap night, even if he did get a legit 300, it kind of wouldn't have counted because it was right. a no tap night. Right. Oh. I, yeah. I've never heard of no tap. So you're, you're Neither it's, have I. so it's a, it's a perfect game if you knock down nine uh, pins per frame. Yep. And I guess the the way scoring is, you get a strike, then it's ten plus what you get on the next two balls thrown. So I guess even if you got a nine, it would be also ten plus what you get on the next two balls thrown. Yeah. So. It kind of sounds no fair. I mean, it's like a nice thing to give to somebody, but it it doesn't seem like a real perfect game. Well, for for, for a woman who's ninety six, nobody's ever done it. She's a, <laughs> Six and I lose. They bent the rules to make me feel good. No, no, this is she's still nobody. They're pandering to me. Nobody's ever done it. Stop mollycoddling me. What do you think? I'm an idiot. She's the first ever at her local bowling alley to roll a no tap 300. Like nobody's ever run rolled a no tap 300. I won the 40 miles and under Indianapolis 500. They're not saying she bowled a 300. They're saying she bowled a no-tap 300. So anyway. I had a perfect game in golf. No-tap rules. So she said, I won't give up. I won't give up no matter how old I am. I won the UFC championship. <laughs> I love bowling. And the best I've ever bowled is like somewhere in the 230s. And I mean, and if you're rolling a 230, you've had a hell of an outing. And, and you probably have left like no open frames. You've had a couple, right. you know, spares or whatever. You but emptied the tank. You emptied the tank. How many, but How many strikes do you think you would have in a game where you rolled 230? If I rolled a 230, I, I would say at least six strikes. That's awesome. Yeah. So, All right. so, so Case, for, for your, you kind of bowl in a way that... Um, I put English on it. You cradle the ball. Yeah, I cradle the ball. I basically just put my, my ring finger and middle finger in the, in the holes. And right. then, I, then I cup the rest of it with... So no, only my two fingers go in the holes, and and I and I throw a little English on it. But I I joined a couple. I've been in a few leagues, right. and I love league bowling. I mean, it, it kind of. Well, here's the deal, Press. You and I have bowled together, and we've bowled leisurely. But like, dude, I'm trying to beat Preston. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, when I bowl against my children, I'm trying to beat my kids. Right. Um. I'm. You know, if I'm bowling, the hell out I'm trying to have the best <laughs> score out of anybody that I'm bowling with. Right, so, right. So for me, it's never you're going down, Grandma. It's never like. 
100% leisure. But when you're in a league, what's what's so my plant leg, right? So I plant with my left leg. My quad is my left quad is a little sore at the end of a, of a bowling match. It's wild, but then also, Hi, what you have to deal with is um, the the oil on the lanes are, right. are different in the third game than they are in the in the first game. So well, these are specific you, things that a, that yeah. somebody who bowls a lot would be aware. of. It's wild. You have to like adapt to all that right. stuff, right? Of yeah. course. Oh, man, I want to I join another bowling league. Why don't you face off against Grandma? Apparently, they, they bend the rules. Pandemic's over. They're not bending the rules, Absolutely. man. <laughs> She's living a lie. All right, uh, let me see what else I got in the junk drawer here. Grandma. <laughs> All right, so if you're looking to move somewhere with a healthy lifestyle, you might think about Colorado. U.S. News and World Report examined it in nearly 3,000 counties looking at factors like environment, food, safety, and access to care. The results, six out of the ten healthiest counties in the United States were in Colorado. Whoa. Does not surprise me. Colorado just makes you feel, uh, it's just a, it has a, uh, crisp is the word that comes to well, mind. Well, nature is a big part of and it. Pot. And And getting in nature <laughs> yeah, is yeah. a big part of it. And so Nick's family lives in, his mom and dad live in Colorado. The last time I went there, I saw so many, and it was in the summertime. Right. Everybody was outside exercising. You are forced to go outside. There's yeah. nothing about Colorado that wants you, makes you want to stay inside. Yeah, uh, yeah. My parents spend uh, half the year. They're actually driving back today um, to spend the other half of the year here in Pennsylvania. They're entering a bowling tournament, right? Yeah. No, they, they, they like four, being, four, they get uh, they get depressed when they leave Colorado, and they love PA. They love being close to family back here, but they really prefer to be in Colorado at this point. And uh, and I don't blame them. My my youngest brother Josh moved there as well. And listen, I love my job. I love my son. I love my life in PA. But if I lived anywhere else in this country would be Colorado. It's where you go to break bones. Well, <laughs> there are upsides and downsides, but um, I'd go back in a heartbeat. Well, he's broken his bones in many states. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So, <laughs> broken ankles in New Hampshire. Ah, uh, the Stan West for Nick. Right, yeah. So, wait, all right. Nick so you, has a scrapbook full of x-rays. <laughs> your ankle in New Hampshire, your leg in Colorado. Uh, your bone in uh, Jack Frost. Yep. Okay, that was still Pennsylvania, so it almost doesn't count. Yeah. Um, was, was the, uh, I'm sorry, the Achilles was in New Hampshire? Uh, I ruptured my Achilles and tore a calf muscle, so technically didn't break a bone right. in New Hampshire. Just bro- I've only broken two bones. Oh, okay. Arizona's also a, uh, a healthy... I love yeah, so, so the number one spot went to uh, Los Alamos, New Mexico. Okay. Hmm. And other spots belong to counties in Virginia and Minnesota as well. So I have this, and I think it's a disorder, <laughs> where whenever I go and vacation somewhere, I want to live there. I don't know if you guys end up having that as no, well. I don't, no? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I enjoy it, but yeah. I don't always... I, I, I always think that the notion is if I lived there, I would enjoy it less. Yeah. Uh, the other day, I just said, I, I, just, I want to be in Hawaii right now. Yeah. <laughs> right now. Could you live there? I don't know, Nick, just because of the island nature. I mean, I can see island fever where you yeah. just feel, even though you're in an expanse, yeah. you still feel kind of trapped. Uh, it's so gorgeous. I, I don't know, but it's so tranquil. Yeah, and I, I, so I had a friend that lived there for two years, and she could not wait to leave. Like, she hmm. couldn't get out of there. Fast, fast enough. enough. Yeah, huh. and like I went over and, and visited and of course, you know, I was only there for two weeks or whatever I was there for and, uh, you know, I I was like, I don't understand how you would ever want to leave. I don't understand how, you know, you how always... she needed, like she, I'm telling you, she was like, no, I need to come home like this. She was a teacher. She yeah. said the school year can't end quick enough. It's interesting because if you do live in a place, it's like, you know, you, you oh, I, I want to work in that place or I want to. Any th- any too much of anything can I guess, yeah. sully it. 
And I know Hawaii is fantastic and gorgeous, but I wonder if it would wear thin after a while. Uh, Nick looked up the county in Virginia, Steve. It's Loudoun County, Virginia. It's right outside of D.C. Huh. Just uh, where Leesburg is, so north and west of D.C. Wow, wouldn't expect that. Uh, There's another one, uh, Falls Church, Virginia. My other brother lives in Falls Church. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Marissa's boyfriend lived in Colorado for a long time and named his beer company after Larimer County. There's just, there's a lot to be said for that type of lifestyle and... Um, healthy living. Healthy yeah. living, yeah, getting outside. Yeah. And listen, you made a joke about pot, but if that's uh, if that floats your boat, um, yeah. places where it's legal like that and, and, and practically encouraged. Yeah. So I, I had to look up the unhealthiest counties in the country and the... Uh, so I couldn't find that, but the unhealthiest county in Pennsylvania, Kathy... Is Philadelphia County. Thank God it's not Delco or Buxco, right? <laughs> yeah, we're pretty healthy out yeah. in Buxco. <laughs> the unhealthiest county in Pennsylvania? Yeah. Okay. Philadelphia. Is that true? Like, you you actually looked at it? I'm up? looking oh, it okay. up right now. Yep. All right. So, Colorado, if you if you want to get healthy, it's, you're kind of encouraged by uh, the, your surroundings to do that. All right. Uh, here's another thing. Oh, wait. Let me reach in the drawer first and get it. Because I'm actually reaching into a draw to get these stories. We are. Theater of the mind. So this is about windshield wipers. Uh, This guy wrote this article. I didn't get a chance to see what the source was, but I'm in this camp. Okay, so there's a phenomenon with windshield wipers that that this guy's noticed with people. Are you the noticer or is this the junk? No, no, it's not me noticing it. This is this guy noticing, the the author of this article. He said, when it's raining, so he does automotive, uh, um, he has like an automotive column. When it's raining, some drivers will staunchly refuse to turn on their wipers until the windshield is absolutely so pockmarked with water droplets that looking out of it looks like like you're looking out of some bizarre painting or something like that. I've seen, I've seen, uh, and I does he uh, hypothesize as to why people do that and what what is the reason? And I think that I may fall into this category. You don't turn it on. I no, I turn them on, but I I wait. wait. I wait. I don't. I don't start right away. And you don't want to burn gas needlessly. And this is what he thinks. Uh, no, it's not that at all. Oh, it's an an inane stubbornness. By putting the wipers on, you are admitting some kind of defeat. <laughs> no, really? you are. You have the rain has beaten you. Yes, one hundred percent. Once once those wipers are on, yeah. Nature knows she has bested you. It is the same phenomenon. <laughs> That uh, why I refuse to turn on the air conditioning in May, even though it's warm out, because I am then giving in to nature, saying mm-hmm. it's warm enough mm-hmm. that I have to turn this on. So and yes, a, and just this weird little same mindset. It's, it's completely idiotic, mm-hmm. and I acknowledge that. Yeah. What about like putting anyway. on a coat as it gets colder? Nah, for me, it's like it's it's the admitting to nature that I need to use a right. machine to beat nature. But some people are that way, Steve, yeah. as well. It's like wearing shorts or shorts. Putting on a jacket we talked, or something we talked about like the that. phenomenon of the, of the Just, all the way yeah. through the winter shorts wear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I sold my Corvette recently, and uh, the unwritten rule: uh, Corvette is owners. Uh, you don't take it out when it rains. Right? Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You don't. Uh, number one, you don't want your precious car getting dirty. Mm-hmm. And number two, it's got a lot of horsepower and it's rear wheel drive, and you can slip and slide all over the place. Gotcha. So. Uh, and I remember one time I was in a pinch. I was in the rain. I didn't know it was going to rain, and I didn't know how to turn on the windshield wipers. On <laughs> no, the really? Oh, that's funny. And I'm like, fiddling. Do I twist it? Do I go up and down? I don't know. And I was all scared and freaked <laughs> What's out. What's going on? <laughs> Maybe I should drive faster. <sighs> so it's not working. Yeah. <laughs> Did you clean that car a lot? Uh, yeah, fair amount. Okay, like, yeah. we're, like anybody Did I know... you do it slowly in short shorts? Yeah. No. <laughs> well, no, but anybody I know that has a car like that, like, they're obsessed with 
cleaning it. Yeah. And it always has to be spotless. Well, and they yeah. do it themselves. Yeah. And there's special cleaning supplies. And I, didn't have I wasn't aware of that. Supplies. No. no. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, you know. You did, like, you'd go out with a rag and, like, check each I would, little dust and, particle. Any little yeah. bitty. Yeah. Thing even in the wheel well, yes. little black yeah. marks. Get tire in there. shine, toothbrush. I, I, toothbrush. Didn't really, I didn't really do the tire shine. No, I didn't do. Yeah. I didn't get to toothbrush right. level. But I love the tire yeah, shine. Yeah, yeah. Keeping it showroom clean is. I kind watched of a my thing. friend's husband clean his car, and I was like, "What? I don't understand what he's doing. What's happening there?" <laughs> I keep... He's like, "Well, don't you see that little spot?" I'm like, "No, no. Yeah, you've got to Kathy. drive it and enjoy it. Yeah. Just think of inside your house." Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, listen, I know, I, yeah. I I understand, but it just was so funny at how meticulous he was. Yeah. I keep my car about... clean for res- for resale. I mean, I make yeah. sure I, I yeah. keep. I always... Yours is always clean. Now. Yeah, and I because yeah. eventually when I when I trade it in, I wanted to. Be Mine good should be good for resale. It has a nice mocha scent. The It's a psychosomatic thing. Like, don't you feel like your car drives better when it's clean? You know, uh, like, you're like, oh man, this. I am more aware of my car when it's clean. I okay. used, I used to, you know? I used to every maybe every couple of months I'd do it, and and yeah. and and, uh, and it was not, of course. It's just different. Sometimes your mindset. I was never a car guy. I always had, you know, used cars by a couple of years, and it was, you know. But then I, I started to fall in love with them a little bit, and and then you do want them to look nice. You also want to make sure that you clean like salt off and yeah. stuff like that, corrosive uh, materials. Yeah, it well, becomes part of a part of the maintenance. So I'm a, I'm a like a monthly member of my car wash, right? So I can get my car wash as many right. times as I want a month. But I've I've noticed though because I was talking about the tire shine that when my car is clean, it doesn't look as good unless I put the tire shine on. Do you? Huh? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I love yeah. that. You're all a bunch of privileged jackasses. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a texter says. Yeah. Uh, but but right below that, somebody had said, uh, I got my first Harley Davidson in June. I clean it every weekend. There you go. It also, it's something to do. It's so you oh. appreciate what you have. And, I clean and, it all the time. And taking <laughs> really good care of it. Somebody texted in earlier, Steve, um, that saw Bill. Uh, I got to find it, Preston. He saw because Bill brought his Harley into work today, and this person saw him out on the road. So, um, and he had an observation. I want to see if you guys agree with it, but I'll, I'll find it. By the way, there was a gorgeous one in the parking lot the other day. Oh, was there? On it. I don't, it wasn't. That, that might be Bill. Electric. I don't think it's Bill's. Bill's is blue and pink. Is it? Yeah, no, it's blue. But uh... <laughs> uh, if that's Bill's, he's oh, got really? a good-looking bike. Yeah, yeah it, it is. Who nice else looking. would it be? Um, Nobody else know. is in this building except that's for us. That's true. That's true. Uh, let me go to Kevin because uh, I don't quite get this. Hey, Kev. Good morning. Hey. Uh, as for windshield wipers, yeah. do you guys ever feel self-conscious about the speed of yours versus the speed of everybody else? <laughs> <in the world? laughs> no. Well, his is on fast. I, I know what he's talking about. If you see, I think someone looks goofy if they've ha- if they have their windshield wipers cranked up all the way and, the, and like you've gone through a storm and they're still running at ultra high speed. I can see like that. A light drizzle. And you see somebody with theirs like bang, bang, bang like pull across their windshield. It's and embarrassing. Like, you're like, I yeah. hope I'm not that guy. You idiot. You should be ashamed <laughs> of yourself. No, I can see that. I think he makes a point. You don't want to be the I idiot who's, who still has your windshield wipers. I won't turn mine on. I just I I'll I'll flick the switch forward and let them flick on and then pop them right back off because I don't want anybody else to know that I'm worried about the rain. You know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, may, I'll manually maybe. hit him. Thanks, Kev. Uh, we're looking at a picture of Bill Weston's bike. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I saw gorgeous. it out in the parking lot. Man, he must have polished it up because it was a I, – I stopped and admired it for a moment. It was uh, – I, I actually I rubbed one out on it. Yes. <laughs>
<laughs> what is this? Um, no, I saw... I didn't clean up all the uh, polish. Here's the text that Nick uh, saw. I said, I just saw Bill Weston riding his motorcycle. He looks like a modern-day modern, modern day Ichabod Crane. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's From Headless Horseman, huh? Yeah. Okay. We actually found out he looks like Matthew Modine. He does. He absolutely does. Should yeah. we get Bill an Annabelle doll to put on the backseat of his oh, motorcycle? That's perfect. Wait, do we do, we had an Annabelle doll, did we not? What yeah, do we I don't do know where that? it went. Yeah. It pisses me off. All right, let me see what else we got. The junk drawer. That was did you hear the mousetrap? Oh, it's man. amazing. It's incredible. Um, George Washington couldn't topple it, but more than two hundred years later, a thing called Holliston's balancing rock has been toppled. It is a large rock that weighs five tons, 20 feet long, 10 feet wide, six feet thick, was spotted uh, to uh, have fallen down sometime on Tuesday afternoon. And it's got some history to it. Local town legend has it that George Washington, on a tour of Massachusetts in 1789, came upon the rock off of... Disgusting. What is today? No. He didn't come upon the rock. (laughs) Anyhow, uh, he what is what is known today as Washington Street. Uh-huh. Washington and the troops accompanying him on his tour of the eastern states came upon the balancing rock. And here he paused to contemplate the precariously t- uh, tilted rock. And as tradition is recorded, he made a valiant attempt to dislodge the boulder. Uh, he probably wasn't the first to attempt it, and he wasn't the last. Several of his men tried and failed, and hundreds of years later, the balanced rock has finally fallen over. They I've don't, seen this rock. They this is very famous. They don't know how, uh, but it oh. uh, it fell. How shall I topple this rock? Yeah. And why do they call it tying the knot? So it's just one of those things that's been there forever. Yeah, and, you know, for for local, you know, current generations, and that has now come. What to was an that end. rock? That boulder pressed, and uh, and it, the people got in trouble. It was a um, they, they it was out west. It was out yep. west, and yeah. it was a uh, kind of a. A monumental sort of destination yeah. point, and they effed with it and caused it to topple. Yeah, yeah I, don't remember, I don't remember the exact yeah. name of it, but I remember that story. Yeah. Just, dude, come on, just man. leave it there. It's it's leave nature, it and and so with, with this thing, I hope that it just fell. I hope somebody There's not didn't. an old woman underneath there. <laughs> oh my god, an old woman who just won a bowling trip. <laughs> <laughs> she was celebrating so her new tap three hundred. Uh huh. Got and... to dance on the rock. <laughs> Holy Jesus! <laughs> Because you have, <laughs> you have to assume that those rocks are there uh, uh, through glaciers, right? Like, like they were glacially uh, there. Or FedEx. Yeah, FedEx yeah. possibly. Mm-hmm. Nick, you did um, uh, Acadia National Park this summer. Did you, and uh, when you went to Cadillac Mountain, did you hike around there? And, and did you get to that one overlook where the giant boulder is there? Uh, I mean, I did go to the Cadillac Mountain. I don't remember the boulder you're talking okay, about. Yeah, but... No, you would know it. Um, yeah, so there's just this boulder that's overlooking this cliff. You're like, how the f did this thing get here? And it glaciers. was you know, glaciers, yeah. yeah, yeah. They have a couple of those in Yellowstone too. Where like in the middle of the woods, will just be this giant boulder, completely out of place, and it's like that that was moved there glacially. Yeah, where's yeah. that? Where's that? There are so many structures and so many like monument um, park. Uh, you know, we you have these incredible, bizarre things. You say, how did the, how did that possibly form that way? But yeah. that's erosion and and the, the the glacial movement. It's amazing. Yep. It's very, very I mean, Devil's slow. Tower is a perfect example of something that seems like, how, yeah. how could that possibly be? Yep. Over time, it happens. So this this rock, uh, this apparently this legend, it's all they have in this town, man. They just got, they, they got the rock. <laughs> they got the rock. They don't have it anymore. They got a big stack of porn mags. But Steve, now it's a monument to the woman who bowled a no-tap 300. I can't As she's yeah. underneath. 
I just won a rigged bowling tournament. All right, I have some other things here. All right, uh, if you're tired of the same old emojis, clap your hands. Good news. You're going to have over 200 new options come next year. I can't even find them anymore. No, there's too there's many. There's too many. Yep. Who, who, uh, who is the main provider of emojis? A really good question. Uh, I know that, like, Apple generates their own. Here we go. The Unicorn Consortium. Ah, uh, sounds ominous. As the organization in charge of emoji creation. We are now a member of the Unicorn Consortium. <laughs> you, this is Diabolus. He created the poop emoji. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got to be a legend, then. In the world of the Unicorn Consortium. <laughs> this man created the eggplant emoji. Which is also used penis. as a penis. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, a new load of emojis are being unveiled next year. We shall unleash a new bunch of emojis on the world. Uh, many of which will reflect the chaos of 2020. Uh. Including a mending heart, a heart on fire... And a face with spiral eyes. Spiral eyes. They're watching. Oh, so what is that supposed to be like? Uh, Days? Dramatized, I would imagine. Yeah. Type uh, of thing? Or... I think maybe you're effed up. Face in the clouds. Face exhaling. I like the heart on fire. Yeah. Does that mean I'm burning up with love? Woman with beard. Person with beard. Beard without person. See, um, okay, but the woman with beard just looks, looks like, like a, a guy. guy with a, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, it has the female hair. That's the female hairline. That How they would use. you know? Because oh. that's. I'm just saying in the emojis, oh, that's what right. they use. As the female hair. Okay, so uh, the consortium uh, also included over 200 different skin tone selections, as well as gender inclusive options with male, female, and gender neutral beards. I think I'd pass by the nuances in an emoji are often lost on me. Yeah, yeah me too. I, I got to put my glasses on to see. Yeah. You can't see without your glasses. <laughs> That's right. Uh, okay, what else? I have time for more? Yeah, one more. One more. One more. Right, I got to make it a good one here. Um, all right, yes. We'll end with What's this. it going to be, boy? Uh, it's going to be yes. A team of paleontologists have discovered what they believe is the world's oldest animal sperm frozen inside a tiny crustacean in a blob of tree resin in Myanmar 100... Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the archaeologist. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100 million years ago. Uh, the oldest known examples of fossilized animal sperm were previously oh, yeah. a, mere, <laughs> a mere 17 million years ago. According to a team of experts led by Wang He oh, yeah. of the Chinese Academy of Science. What, what do they believe the uh, the sperm from? What uh, creature do they leave again? Yes, they were. F- well, the sperm were found inside an ostracod, a, a pterodactyl's mouth, a kind, <laughs> a kind of crustacean that has existed for five hundred million years and can be found in many oceans today. Who knew that the the dinosaurs performed oral on each other? Uh, they were found in the body of a female specimen, indicating that she must have been fertilized shortly before being trapped in the tree resin. A female archaeologist. Uh, to make the find even more special, the sperm were also described as giants, measuring up to 4.6 times the size of the body of the male. Dude, they found it in amber, just like in Jurassic yeah. Park. I mean, that's pretty remarkable that that is actually possible. They've danced around that concept. That was a Michael Crichton um, book, I believe. Yeah. And... um. 
yeah, the, the, a lot of the stuff that they initially poo-pooed from uh, the, uh, saying that's really not a possibility, they're starting to find out that's well, a possibility. They're finding these things, but I also read a story that said the fact is, even though it's it's uh, kept in there and it's it's been yeah. preserved, the DNA doesn't survive uh, to be used. Now, are they making inroads in ge- in reactivating the genetics? That I don't the material. know. But I know things like uh, the woolly mammoth, they've yeah. had more success with right. being able to possibly well, they're more recent genetically too. recreate them. Right, like the saber-toothed tiger would be in that realm as well, right? That was that was more post-dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, because with the with the mammoth, for example, they have actual genetic material. You know, it, it's not... Um, and wallets. It, and it's not 100 million years old. You know, it's 10,000 years old. Yeah. Right. Uh, fossilized shells of the ostracods are common, but finding a specimen with, quote, soft parts is rare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is so horny, he would hump a, he'd hump a dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. There you're going to be my Cretaceous thing. There, there are several conflicting theories about You're going to be my regular Cretaceous thing. The evolutionary value of such giant sperms. Oh, yeah. For example... <laughs> You never, you never knew archaeology could be so uh, erotic. For example, experiments have shown that in one group, a high degree of uh, competition between males can lead to a longer sperm life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While in another group, a low degree of competition also led to a longer sperm life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, I do like the cartoon in Jurassic Park where they... The, so do I. The yeah. little thing teaches you about dino, dino DNA. DNA. Yeah. What the hell is this crap? Dinosaur. <laughs> You're all gonna die. Yeah. You don't know, but there's virtually no safety measures inside the park. <laughs> <laughs> when you take your little ride later on, look at the nine wires that are separating you and a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> That's a dinosaur. That seems rather stupid, doesn't it? <laughs> Nine wires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope there's not a storm coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. That'd be unfortunate if the power went out. <laughs> and that is all I have for the junk drawer this morning, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for allowing me to clean it out. All right, we're going to take ourselves a break and uh, yeah, hang close because we got some more good stuff coming for you, my friend. What's new? Apparently, over the past few weeks, Marissa has been taking little snips of moments that each of us has had on the air. Uh, And I think that they tend to be nonsensical noises that might come out of our mouths rather than the standard speaking, which is pretty nonsensical, too. Uh, And she has edited them together and looped them, apparently, over and over. Uh, so much so that she says we should try to play a contest with this. I'm down really? with this. Yes. So she's taking them and loop them at some little slip-ups, uh, flub, whatever it may be. I love this. Repeated over <laughs> and over and over and over. And so much so that you may not know who it is. So you, your opportunity to guess 
at who made the noise is what we're going to give to you and a chance to win a prize. So if you're interested, it is Loop There It Is, the show member edition. (laughs) So let's try this out. We've we've never taken this out for a spin. uh, As professional broadcasters, we endeavor to provide enough screw-ups to keep contests like this going. Oh. That's where this came from? Yes. I didn't didn't realize that. All right, so while you're calling in, though, uh, there's another little piece of audio I'd like to play. Apparently, uh, Casey found this, and what's the story behind this? All right, so this is something really cool for Philadelphia Eagles fans. Uh, They have been, uh, this all, you know, would have been great if they won the Super Bowl, but all this season, uh, they have been um, filmed by Amazon Prime for a behind-the-scenes look at their season. It's It's a program that they call All or Nothing. Uh, if you've never seen anything like it, it's it's like a twenty four seven. You know, uh, yeah, I love that. HBO started doing that, but yeah, uh, you know, twenty four seven basically only does like training camp. This is the entire season, and it's actually going to start tomorrow. Start streaming on Amazon Prime tomorrow, and um, and so they've been uh, promoting this on social media, Twitter, and and Instagram, and they're promoting it. With essentially something that that started on our show. You are indirectly. In this show. Yeah. Casey. Essentially, yes. Okay. Yeah. And you are wanna, the star. Do you want to set it up or do we play this first? Let's play it first. All right. We'll play this first and then we'll explain. It's not that game, bro. That's a Pee Wee Herman shit. Yeah. That's that Pee Wee Herman. I said I'd do it one time. That shit was, that shit was funny. I ain't, I ain't know what I was going to do right there. All right. So that's Brandon Graham. <laughs> Who on? Who was on our show uh, two days before that? Yeah, on that Friday, uh, and Casey had told him, "Hey, if you make a big play, do the Pee Wee Herman dance." A sack, right? Yeah, specifically. I think yeah, you say, yeah, if, yeah. If you if you sack the quarterback, can you do the Pee Wee Herman dance? Now, listen, I, I've been asking players to do something a little sign to me forever and ever. Like uh, Reese Hoskins, I've asked him to like you know pound his chest twice yeah. and and point up to the sky or or whatever. <laughs> So this isn't like I've never done this before. So, uh, you know, and I was like, all right, it's got to be something that's not so outrageous that he's not going to do it. Something that uh, he's going to remember to do and all that sort of stuff. And and that's why the Peebo Herman dance just sort of popped out. And lo and behold. And lo and behold. Dude, he, and he did it. You know, the worst part, Steve, is I, I went and picked up barbecue for, for that game. They were playing the Jets. What were you thinking? Well. I missed it happening missed it. live. Oh, oh my God! I missed it happening live, and I'm driving home from the barbecue place. If you want to know barbecue place, just send me a, an email. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it live on the air. Uh, and I hear him. I hear the the play of of him sacking. Uh, I think it was Luke Falk, the quarterback for the Jets. I go. I, I can't believe. It's it's it was like the first or second defensive play of the entire game. I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. I'm like, he didn't do it. I know, you know, because they don't say, oh, and now he's doing the dance. But then I got e- I got text messages. Tim Graham texted yeah. me. All these people had heard it. They're like, dude, I can't believe it. He did the Pee Wee dance, and I'm like, you got to be effing kidding me. All right. Um, so you found out it was DVR to record it, but you finally saw it. I did we finally all saw see it. it. My mom was watching it downstairs. I went downstairs. Yeah. I you know I, I had re- rewound it, and I got to. Well, actually, watch it happen. So, so it ends up on this show as, as, par- sh- as yes. part of the first promotional push to get people to watch it. How wild is that? That's great. Yeah, yeah, yes. And to show his appreciation, Brandon Graham came down to the camp out <laughs> and for an interview. Yes, every well, day. I've been talking to Brandon Graham, and a lot like the camp out for hunger, he said he would love to come on our show. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah, I got Let me you. Play this clip again. It's not that day, bro. That's a Yeah, that's that Pee Wee Herman. I said I'd do it one time. That 
was that shit was funny. I ain't, I ain't know what I was gonna do right there. <laughs> Is that that Pee Wee Herman ass? Yeah, so that's yeah. Benny Curry who's saying that to him. That's and then, funny. And then what's what's even funnier is because before the game, I think he's told you know his fellow lineman that he was gonna do that. Yeah. And so when and he remind ma- him. Yeah. So when he had when he made that sack, Fletcher Cox is going do the dance, do the dance, and then he did it. So, yes. I love it. I yes. love it. And he followed through. He's a good man for doing that. It's yeah. funny because I'm, like, reaching out to the All or Nothing show folks saying, hey, if you want the audio of where this started, you know, we'll send Son it to you. Son of a bitch, if we had known it was in production, you <laughs> could have, you know, you could have yeah. grabbed that audio. But now the show's already about to premiere. I doubt they need it. But yeah. Yeah. the offer still stands. Yeah, it's still cool. Case. It is cool. All right, well, listen, let's try this game out. We're playing a hey, loop. There it is. Uh, the Preston and Steve Show member edition. And I'll... I'll, I'll Cue you in a little bit. Marissa is not in any of these. She didn't All have right. any moments of herself saying that there were 700 billion people <laughs> watching the World Cup or anything like that. Uh, but she did grab stuff from the rest of us on the show, and you just said, hey, listen, you got a one in five shot. All right, so, but let's give it a try. Maybe you can nail it first time out. I'm going to go to Ryan and uh, let him take a crack at it. Hey, Ryan, how you doing, man? Hey, Shapoopy. Shapoopy, everybody. All right, so we're going to play this clip. It's going to be really, really weird. You, unfortunately, are the first one that gets to take a shot at this. But listen closely and tell me if you can figure out which show member I'm playing audio from and I'm waiting. Hang okay. on a second. Uh, well, so I, I need Marissa in here real quick because once the, these things say answer, uh, I, I just don't want to play... Wow, they're all... Uh, they all say answer. They're labeled really weird. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, there you, you can go. You play an answer for me. Yeah, he uh, wants yeah. the answer. He's, uh, he's requested the answer, if you could. All right. Uh, Casey, wow. These are... I'm sorry. I'm sorry so about confused. this, uh, Ryan. We didn't, okay. we didn't look at this ahead of time. All right. Uh, which one are you going to play, Casey? I am going to do... I'm going to go in your order there, Preston. Okay, perfect. All right. So, here, here's yeah. the loop. You ready? Got it. After all that, Ryan, <laughs> here it comes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which show member was was that? Uh, that's got to be Cappy. It is. Yes. Oh my God! I got it wrong. <laughs> I thought it was you, Preston. That was me. No, well, here's Kathy. the answer if you want to hear it. In, uh, yeah. In okay. This is the actual clip that that was taken from. In the, She's pool. In the pool. Yeah. She's and wet. that's why we went. <laughs> right. It's a it's a play on words. Kathy loves to hear herself laugh. By the way, loves it. <laughs> Hang on a second, let me play. <laughs> right, it's a it's a play on words. <laughs> if I'm editing audio for the uh, for the promo, like Kathy's like, oh my god, and you hear your voice, oh my god. Yep. Sometimes I can't even sit in there. It bothers me so much. If it's All me, right. let's go to another call. I like this already. Let me go to Kara. Hey, Kara. Good morning. What? Is your connection bad? I don't know. Kara, can you hear me okay? Yeah. There you go. What were you saying? Yeah, Duke. Oh! Yeah, the phone was breaking up. We definitely didn't hear that. Well, let's try this out. You see how this works, Kara? Yeah. All right. Tell us which show member this clip is. Here we go. Dodi, 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 Dodi. Steve. No. No, that's a gimme. Wow. No, sorry. That's not Steve. <laughs> oh. All right, we'll go next to Ryan. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? Yo, bitches. Yo, Yo bitch. What? All right, you ready to hear this? 
Yes, sir. I'll play it again. Doty, 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 Doty. Okay. Oh, my God. Any idea, Ryan? I got two in mind, but I'm going to have to go with Nick. No. Oh. I thought this one was easy. Incorrect. Yeah, me too. Uh, we'll, do, we'll do three people per guest. Yeah, that's, okay with you that's guys? Fair. All right. Yeah, yeah let, me, let me go to or three per, per yeah, you know, yeah. sound effect. Uh, Dan, are you there? I am big brown Guadalajara. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, you were so close. Oh, I'll, give you, so I'll give you a B plus, a Bill Weston grade. Nice. Uh, Dan, do you need to hear that again? No, I think it's you, Preston. You are correct. Yeah. Yeah. That was fresh, right? That one? Uh, I think it was might have been yesterday yeah. or the day before. Let me play the answer clip, if you would. Uh, uh, right here. Yeah. Oh, right, wait, this, here this is where it uh, came from. What song was that? It was um, X Ambassadors. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, and, at the end, and, yeah. And at the end of it, I was just, I was singing along with the melody of the music, and it was do 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 and I started going do 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 yada be. All right, next one, we will go to, uh, let me see here, it's Joseph. Hey, Joseph, how you doing? I'm doing well, and yourself, Gadzooks. Wonderful, Gadzooks to you. All right, uh, jo- uh, yeah, Joseph, you heard how it works, right? Yes, sir. All right, listen closely. Tell me which member of the President Steve show this is. <laughs> God, we're effed I'm gonna up. Go, I'm going to go with Casey. No! No, again, I don't... Sorry, Joseph. That's uh, we'll try. That's like when the Joker dies at the end of the first movie. That's what yeah. I was saying. Yeah, yeah. Let me go to Andrea. Hi, Andrea. I feel so privileged to talk to you this you morning. Are privileged. Oh. All right, Andrea. Uh, do you need to hear that again? Yes, please. Here we go. <laughs> All right, Andrea. That's hard. Um, yeah. I'm going to say Steve. No. Oh. Oh. Incorrect. Sorry. We get one more to take a shot at it. It is Craig that we're going to go to. Hi, Craig. Howdy. All right, Craig. Do you need to hear it or you want to guess? Uh, I'm going to guess. I mean, it's kind of process of elimination. It sounds like well, one of your laughs. I'm going to go with Preston. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, by the way, here's the answer. This is me, the full clip of that goofball laugh. Here we go. What's hairy, though? I was going to say they handle everything. <laughs> they hairy your clothes. And I put handle and every and made it hairy. At these times, you need someone who cares about your clothes, and Harry said correctly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, is that the uh, the part of your laugh that you got back? Part of it. It's it, it came back for a day and yeah. then it went away. Oh, well, that's it? Because you were so happy you, you rediscovered I your know, laugh. I know. I, I, I used to have a very hearty laugh. Yeah. And as I have aged, uh, in the past six months, I've lost part of it. It sucks. Yeah, maybe you need like a, a laugh procedure. Yeah, something like that. But uh, I'm and, and a lot of times you'll see me with my mouth open and no noises coming out. <laughs> I don't laugh the way I used to. Sucks. All right, well, let's go to another caller. Oh, wait, we, yeah, yeah we're going to oh, yeah. do another caller first. <laughs> I'm going to go to John. Hey, John, how you doing? Hey, Presbo. Nobody. <laughs> All right, you ready to play this game, John? 
Yes, sir. All right, tell us who this is. Final, 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 final. Oh, my God. I'm going to say Nick. Yes! You got it, John. Let me play the answer, Casey. All right, this is what it sounded like when Casey initially did that. But yeah. And you get to see the final final product. <laughs> Nick, I'm sorry. <laughs> <now. laughs> That's good. Yeah. And you get to see the final final product. <laughs> okay. Sometimes. Slows down mid word. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. So you get to see the final. <laughs> <laughs> Not that funny. It's like the Matrix. <laughs> Yeah, and you get to see the final final product. Sometime. Okay, sometime the screening is at the real theater. <laughs> it's like the Matrix. It's oh like bullet time. It reminds me a little bit of the time that I said rim job backwards. Bushmir, I'm Bushmir. We need we need to do that again. That's a good contest. Filthy words backwards. You know what? I'm gonna mm-hmm. yeah. I'm gonna write that down before I get that. Uh, send it to Kathy. Backwards. <laughs> words. I'll never remember it. I gotta jot it down. Sorry. Okay. Let's go to uh, Matt uh, for Loop. There it is. The President Steve Show Member Edition. Hey Matt, how you doing? Hey guys, how are you? Good. All right, Matt. We're gonna play one for you. You ready? Yep. All right. Listen closely and tell us which show member this is. Wow. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> any idea? Uh, I guess I'm going to have to go with Steve. No. 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 <laughs> I'm going to try Jim out on that. Hey, Jim. Yeah, couple. Yeah, yeah couple. All right, listen to this. Here we go. All right, who's that? Uh, what did the guy, last guy say? He said me. He said Steve. He said Steve. Okay, I want to say Kathy. No. no. Incorrect. Uh, we'll do another caller. It's Brett. Hey, Brett. Hey, Preston. Is there uh, some of the, uh, 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 you know, just improv that you have been known to uh, been come to known as? God, you did that perfectly. Well done. You want to I can't do that. <laughs> I can do the, hey, everybody's good to have you on the baba ba ba two ba 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 ga ga ba ba but I can't do that. Is there uh, some of the, uh, 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 you know, just improv that you have been known to, uh, been come to known as? <laughs> Damn, Brent, I'm impressed. That was very good. I hope you win. Well, yeah. I can't do the Pierre one. So oh, yeah, yeah, it's a hard one. All right, well, do you know the answer? Do you need to hear it again? Uh, let me hear it again. All right, here we go. <laughs> Okay. That's not even a word. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. But you... uh, I'll go with uh, 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 Steve. No. He's already guessed. He's already guessed. Oh, oh, man. Sorry oh, about that. That's me, folks. Yeah. It's my wheeze laugh. Yeah, and also the idea was you could yes. last longer if you ended up getting the oh, really oh, yeah. What I would do is I would take, at least I would talk about going to a restaurant on the first date. I would take the day to a restaurant I could rub one out in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> huh. yeah. <laughs> and that's it. It's so funny that Marissa listens for these little, yeah. little things and picks up on them like that. Uh, do we have time to do another one or two? Yeah. All right, we'll go to Austin. Hey, Austin. 
Hey, is this the Wriggle? <laughs> <laughs> the Wriggle Theater. That was quick. Yeah, that was very quick. It's not that funny. It's not that funny. <laughs> All right, so Austin, we're ready to play the mystery clip for you. Ready? All right. All right, tell us which show member this is. <laughs> By the way, this is the one that gave Marissa the idea for the co- uh, the contest in the first place. Love it. Any idea who that might be, Austin? Is it Casey? No. Oh. Incorrect. Thank you, sir. We'll go next to Zach. Hey, Zach. You know, it's a really hard-thinking feeling when the guy right before you takes your answer and he's <sighs> wrong. All right. Well, let me play this again, and you can reassess. You ready? All right. Let's have it. Here we go. Oh God! That reminds me of a video game. I can't quite place it, but that. Uh, but who do you oh. think that might? What game? Galaga? Yeah, I think uh, you're right, Zach. Yeah, I was gonna say Galaga. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Can I get it one more time? All right, Zach. Is it Miss Romano? No. I'm so sorry. We'll try one more. We'll go to Joe. Hey, Joe. Booty call. (laughs) What's that? Booty call. Oh, booty booty call. call. I love that song. All right, uh, Joe, what do you think? I'm just going to go. Is it Nick? It is Nick. So we have the full clip of uh, Nick making that old noise. Here it is. On mod. Yeah. I lost it. Oh, that was just that was him it? saying what well, you kind of rolled your L a little bit. Yeah, and that, that was, was it. Yeah. Wow. Lost it. Lost it. <laughs> I lost it. Lost it. All right, let's do it's another the, one. It's the uh, Wookiee in you coming up. We'll go to Scott. Hi, Scott. Please get out of the car. <laughs> good too. Yeah. We got a lot of good ones. That's for Casey. All right, brand new one, Scott. You ready? Bring it. Here we go. Shing 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 shing. I love that. Uh, Scott, any idea? Uh, I'm gonna like. Football, I'm gonna say it's Casey Boy. You got it. All right. Some um, of these have made good ringtones. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Uh, one more case. Well, I want to hear the answer for that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. This is when Casey did that. Especially That's indoor small. pools because that smell is contained. You yeah. Know, outdoors yep. be different, but like outdoors have that awesome sheen. Sheen, sheen. Uh, from the sun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wish oh, I could take oh, that boy. back. Oh, that's good. I love it. Yeah. Be different, but like outdoors have that awesome sheen. Sheen, sheen. Uh, from the sun. <laughs> just the word. The word sheen inspired you to go sheen, sheen. It's not that funny. It's not that funny. <laughs> All right, we'll go to the next guys. call. Uh, I'm going to get uh, Sean on the phone line. Hey, Sean. Hey, Preston, I don't need to hear the clip. Casey was pooping not far from the blue roof. <laughs> oh. <laughs> true. That is true. Very that true. Is very true. All right, but we're going to play the clip for you anyway. All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's see if you figure out who this is. Here we go. <laughs> wow. 
All right, Russian, play it again. Look, look, look at my look at my miming and see if it matters. All right, hang on a second. Here we go. <laughs> Doing a Steve's doing a speed bag mime. Sean, who do you think that might be? Well, it's something that no human could make, so it's got to be Nick. No. no. I, I knew who you were going with when you let yeah. in with that, but no, it is not Nick, believe it or not. Thank you anyway, Sean. We appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Frank. Hi, Frank. Dad Zooks. Dad Zooks, Frank. All right, I'll play it one more time. Here we go. All right, who might that be? Uh, that's got to be Casey. You got it. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Hang on a second. All right, and uh, here's the full clip of uh, Casey. <laughs> well, I, 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 you know, no, I was just saying they, they dredged. <laughs> I guess at the beginning there, you were just, you were flustered. As yeah. Well. <sighs> Wish I knew that was all what that was. Do you all remember about? in the early days when you were thinking about getting on radio or being a broadcaster of any kind? You thought, Jesus, I I can't speak. Without making mistakes like that. Oh my god! Oh my god! And, and we just uh, don't care. And, and then we, we found each other. Simply, yeah, yeah, right. And then we, realized, <laughs> we found this show. We found each other. It was meant to be. We are basically Casey, the Suicide Squad of radio. Yeah, yeah isn't it? True. Isn't it remarkable when you hear polished shows? That, oh yeah, that, when, where they don't it's make mistakes. Do you know who's quite good at it? Of not really messing up at all. Um, you know, uh, is Sarah. I was going to say, say that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She is. She's so. She doesn't make mistakes. I had uh, was watching a, a a local TED talk that a friend of mine I went to high school with did, and she nailed it. Yeah. Not one flub, not it. one skip, uh, and seeming to not use a teleprompter either. And it was fifteen minutes, and I'm like, I've do I've been doing this every day <laughs> for thirty years plus. And there's no way I could do that. Guys, my outgoing voicemail doesn't even have a flub in it. <laughs> it doesn't? No. It's, it's like, hey, this is uh, Casey. It does uh, have a flub yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> I wondered if he was bragging. Guys, my outgoing message has no mistakes. I thought that, uh, me too. For 10 seconds, yeah. I say something without a mistake. Yeah. I don't know. I, I love you guys. I love you guys. I know. I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you. All right. Well, anyhow, thanks for playing. It was a fun game. Yay! It was good. Well, Marissa. Marissa Mendes. I want some mistakes from you next time. All right, Marissa. Uh, we are going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. I still got some bizarre file stories that are awaiting your approval. We'll get to them in a moment. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Can you believe football is back? This Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Interact Me, swoop in and win sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2022 Eagle season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve show. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant 
Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high quality, round brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I think that we should uh, delve into the world of food, if you don't mind. I know really? I didn't tell we you have time, to, but, uh, this is, this, yeah. These stories are just piling up. we got to get to them. Yep, so there's a lot of uh, stories that have to do with grub. It's time for the connoisseur. If you're going to enjoy, <laughs> sit down and mind you. You know what I've realized is that uh, I don't know how to spell the word connoisseur. And oh, so me neither. Uh, it's I a bitch. Whenever I jot down a note that, you know, I have connoisseur yeah, stories... Do? I, I just spell it. Let me try. C-O-N-N-E-S-I-U. Well, go ahead. I have no idea. I, I, I don't know how to yeah, spell it. I I, Nick would have to tell us. C-O-N-N-O-I-S-S-E-U-R. Okay, so I wrote C-O-N-N-E-S-E-U-R. Kind of sewer. So C-O-N-N-I? No, O-I. O-I. S-S-E-U-R. Conwasser. Conwasser. It's like the Schuylkill. Anytime I have to spell that, oh. I just put 76. <laughs> Me too. I do the same thing. Or the expressway. Yeah. Because I just never not, yeah, have taken the time and forget it. So, all right. Anyhow, none of us know, except Nick, know how to spell connoisseur. On another, uh, another connoisseur story. Uh, and this has to do with the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Uh, they do it uh, at Coding Island on 4th of July. Yes, and it's, it is a uh, it's a legendary event. Is it? Yes. It's, uh, okay. It's been going on, dude. It started. I'll, I'll give you the uh, how it all began here in just a second. But I suggest we hold a hot dog eating contest to recognize the Fourth of July. Uh, <laughs> the the first recorded contest was 1972, but the first ever unofficial contest was 1916. Wow. And this is according to their uh, their website. It was when four immigrants gathered at the very first Nathan's famous hot dog stand in Coney Island and made an eating and made eating contest history. They said, as the story goes, they were competing to see who was the most patriotic. So, how did they determine the winner with a hot dog eating contest? Really? Yes. And so that's what they did. They did it there. By the way, a Coney Island, a a, a Coney Island hot dog. The, the the the, what's on that? Is it a, is it a chili dog? Um, so you know, having a classic Nathan's, I always had it the way I always eat it, which is just with mustard. I'm, I'm not a big, you know. Uh, so here, here's the breakdown, Preston. Untopped with a savory meat sauce and sometimes other toppings, often <laughs> referred to as part of a menu of classic American diner dishes when offered. At Coney Island restaurant, I couldn't suck a lot of those. I mean, mm-hmm. if that's what they're eating for the eating contest, I always thought it's kind of just a regular hot dog and a roll. With no, it. it is Steve for uh, for the Nathan's. Yeah, it's just the dog and bun. That's yeah, because right, you, you, you you would die if but you. But sometimes ate that. on menus you'll see a Coney a Island. Coney Island. So okay, yeah, that's what that is. So right. the part that grosses me out the most about this hot dog eating contest is not the excess. It's not the gluttony of it all. It's when they dip the. The bun the, and water. The bun and water. Well, that, that's, <laughs> just, that's how they were able to eat some. That was a revolutionary technique. It may, and I don't know if uh, Joey Chestnut came up with that idea or yeah. not. Or if it was... Um, Who's the Japanese competitor? Yeah, Nick, we had him by Kobayashi. Kobayashi. Apparently, that changed things. Once they started oh, yeah. doing that, it was like, whoa. The the real revelation when we talked to him is that you thought, okay, so leading up to this, you have to 
Starve yourself. No, he actually, I think he actually skipped up his eating to stretch out the okay. uh, the stomach. Okay. How many hot dogs do you think he could eat? In one, in one sitting. One sitting. No, it, With no time limit? I mean, just like for dinner or whatever? I used to eat two hot dogs. An hour? An hour? Something like I'll give that. Give me an hour. How many hot dogs? Not that no, many. No. Yeah. You know, I uh, two. two. I, I, one is one is not quite enough. Two, and I feel a little stuffed, actually. So I used to get the 7-Eleven hot dogs all the time for dinner, the, the, the all-beef, you know, because they're really good. Yeah. And uh, it would be the, the two, just two would get it done. And Those and are big ones, too. Those are like quarter-pound hot if dogs, you, right? If or you're, or you, you're just getting the regular I get the regular, okay. yeah. But they're really good. Can we agree that a hot dog always tastes best, best at the ballpark? Yes. <laughs> except on Dollar Dog Night. Why? Be- why because they sell too many and they're not cooked enough. Oh, uh, and always I, an issue. <laughs> there is. But I went to Dollar Dog Night one time expecting I'll to... never forget it. <laughs> well, I was expecting to eat nine hot dogs. That was like the, the yeah. goal was a hot Tonight dog. Tonight I'm menu. going to eat nine hot dogs. I hope everything goes well. Not just a hot dog, but anything like a beer and a dog for each inning, which you would just be plastered. Casey, I was, yeah, I don't... Honestly, wouldn't you vomit after nine? Yeah, you can't eat nine, nine hot, hot dogs. Nine hot dogs one during, per inning? during the course of a game. I yeah. thought, well, no, I couldn't do it. I thought I could, and then I was, like, super disappointed in, in uh, two things. A, I, I barely got through four innings, and B, the hot you dogs. You ran over a kid. They couldn't. The turnover was, too, you know, because yeah. everybody's there for dollar dog night, and the dogs were, like, lukewarm. And I undercooked. can't I can't do that. I, need I got to, you. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Uh, we used to, we used to use raw hot dogs for, uh, like fishing bait when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. 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 Sit there and gnaw on a raw hot dog while you're, yeah. (laughs) Sounds disgusting to you, right? I do not used to do it when I was a kid. They're raw. They're, they're cooked. They are cold. Yeah. You know, so. I also. uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. We got a text. This is about our moose? I believe so. Uh, okay. So Connor, also known as moose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it says here, can eat nine. At Dollar Dog Night. What? Well, get him, on, get him on in here. No way. Yeah. I want to see if that's... Get him on get in here. Wait, where's Moose? Uh, he's in the other room. Why don't you forget the Moose? Here he comes. For a moment. We right. can't. Uh, yeah, I could see him doing it. He's a... Really? He's a hearty fellow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's a lot. You can do nine? Yeah. I've like, done it before. Have you done it more than once? Last year. Okay. Uh, nine in, and how long, uh, Connor? I was going to do one an inning, and yeah. then... I was hungry, so I had like three in the first. Was, three. Well, okay. I didn't eat all day because it was yeah. dollar dog night. So. Okay. Oh, so you save up? Yeah, you save up and yeah. eat. And then, then they were scoring a lot. I was like, oh, I'll just do one for every run. And then it had a grand slam, and I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> so I just started to uh, just keep going. So, quick question: uh, any any toppings or just mustard? Just just plain. Okay, just plain. Nothing. You can't when. It's dollar dog night. You just yeah. gotta eat them. Oh, you can do mustard. Mustard's I mean, when nice. you're going for nine and in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nine a game. Oh, so, so, how did you pace it out eventually? Was it, it three oh, there in the was beginning? No okay, it, it but, was just just go. Yeah. So, wow. but three at the beginning, and then one per inning, starting in the fourth. No, it was one per run. Okay. Do you think you could do and, besides? Is it just particular hot dogs in particular, or could you? I'm not like some massive eating guy. Yeah. No, okay. All just, right. All right. Were you pretty stuffed after nine? Oh, I was like. Barely can move. Okay, yeah. so yeah, it got uncomfortable. Did you crap yeah. a Shetland pony? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> did you drink anything? Water. Okay. okay. Water's got to be, water's yeah. the key because, and if I have to add sugar, it goes sugar, then cream, then the coffee, and because the coffee will stir it for me. So as a Dunkin' veteran, Dunkin' Donuts at the time when I joined the company, yes. I am a career donut man, <laughs> uh, that was the thing. All the all the uh, the girls working the counter, the, the the cream or milk and everything would go in first, and then the coffee got poured in. Yeah. yeah it does save you 
stirring. Some mixing, yes, yeah. stirring. Well, I, 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 mean, I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, save some effort. Well, effort, and then you don't have to clean a spoon if yeah. you're doing it at home. Throw away a stir. Right. Or stir. stir. And then yeah, I'm, I, I multi-use my stirs there you, at home. You yeah. reduce, reuse, and recycle? I do. Okay. I bought a, and they're wooden, too. I bought, like, oh. a thousand of them. <laughs> And then we had to buy them in a pack of a thousand. Yeah. I'm not joking. It's a thousand stirs. <laughs> and I'm like, well, oh. I know what I'm doing for the next five years. <laughs> I ordered brown sugar packets on Amazon. Yeah. Three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still using them. Uh, yeah, we also have a giant bag of straws, too. Okay. Individually wrapped straws. All right. And they're like, it's like this big. There's, there's got to be 500 straws in there. And I, just, we, we, I use them from time to time. But, you know, you still got them. You got them. Supply. Uh, so, all right. Well, that's interesting. Those tips are from Food and Wine Magazine. Yeah. And uh, they came from a surprising... Lady connoisseur. Yeah, the lady connoisseur <laughs> jumped in on this. All right. So, so you can do one more connoisseur right, then, story. Yeah, well, we'll go all for right, something. Yeah, let's do uh, it, man. A little bit more. Denny's is bringing back its beloved value menu for a limited time. Uh, they have a $2, $4, $6, and $8 value menu that's big. It's uh, back in honor of its 10 year anniversary. Am I correct in remembering the times that I've eaten at Denny's that the food is, is pretty good? Yeah, I always I, liked Denny's, was always a good go to specifically for breakfast. Yeah. Uh, place for me. Um, they have since They're good burgers too disappeared from anywhere. Is that is that where one, I go? Preston, is there still that one that that used to be a Denny's by the uh, no, by one is gone? No, it That's became gone. a diner. Yeah. Um, I don't know the name of the diner. Is that hotel still there? The Macintosh? Mm, yeah, I mean the building's still there. I yeah. don't know what it is. The only the, Denny's that I know of is. Kind of down by the airport. Now, there's uh, one in Springfield on uh, Baltimore Pike across from where the bazaar used to be. Okay. Um, <laughs> there you go. There's a very Delco location description where it used to be. Um, I could have said I, across the street from the Home Depot in Acme, but... Denny's was a, was a, was either a late night, buzzed, let's go get something to eat thing, or breakfast at any time of the day. I'd always get, uh, you know, biscuits and gravy and, and uh, you know... So Whatever the Grand Slam breakfast, you know, if you remember that. Absolutely. In my wife's family, uh, Long Island, they all, uh, her and two of her sisters worked at Howard Johnson's, which would be called okay. Hojo's, yeah. which is very similar to Denny's, yeah. I think. I yeah, well, that's why I like the New England-style bun so much, Steve. It's a throwback to my childhood. That's how they serve their hot dogs. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, it looks like most of them are in Jersey, Nick, that are in this yeah, vicinity. The, the two on the Philly side are uh, the one that Casey described, and then the one, there's one down by um, Tinicum. Huh. Uh, but yeah, they there there was one on um, on 252 by the Valley Forge Music Fair that we used to go to all the time uh, for the same thing. Preston, it'd be you know 2 a.m. Denny's run and um, and I, get the Sunday or breakfast or both. This area is generally more diner territory. Yeah. You're, you're loads of diners, and I think that that has kind of... Denny's doesn't have a foothold. And they're good diners. Yeah. So it's yeah. the same thing up in up in New York. You know, we we always had classic, and then if you had the Greek diner, uh, you'd have, you know, 15-pound hamburgers and all that right. stuff. And I guess that maybe that's part of the reason why we don't see many Waffle House around as well, because there's so many diners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't fit right in, although there is one... I know I've said it before towards Bethlehem. I'm not sure exactly where, but where out, Jesus was out that way. Uh, yeah, I think his first job was at uh, the Waffle House. Was at Waffle House, busboy. Yeah. Uh, Listen, so- you're gonna have to put that hair in the net. <laughs> 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 uh, so 
Yeah, their value menu's coming back. $2, $4, $6, $8. I don't know what is on the value menu. It says... Uh, it's it's the, just the prices. There are no menus. Uh, there's, there's oh, no okay. It's just the, yeah. the dollar options. <laughs> uh, the, the menu features offers at different price points in both sweet and savory options. Wow. So, all right. Um, I think we should take a break. Yes. Because we're going to come back and we're going to get into... Uh, and thank you, Kathy, for your contributions. That was great, yes. Sure. To Lady, the Connoisseur. Lady Miss Connoisseur. Jump in anytime, okay? Um, we will come back in a moment. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. Uh, you guys probably saw this story, but there's a follow-up to it. A San Diego woman uh, who was denied service at a Starbucks uh, for refusing to wear a mask says that she's received death threats after publicly shaming the barista who refused her on social media. So it backfired on her because a GoFundMe page ended up establishing, on behalf of the barista, about $25,000 in four days. So she was posting Whoa. this to kind of shame the guy. Yeah. And it backfired on her, and people started donating all this money to this guy. As you go into Starbucks, it's posted. It's, yeah. a, it's a policy. So, so she, don't, don't go in if you don't want to wear the mask. She said, I never threatened him. I just called him out on his actions. I never threatened him, and I've received death threats. Thousands. It's very upsetting. It's a little there. It's very scary, she said. This is Amber Lynn Giles. Shortly after being refused service, she posted a photograph of the barista, Lennon Gutierrez, on, on her Facebook page. And it read, uh, meet Lennon from Starbucks who refused to serve me because I'm not wearing a mask. Next time, I will wait for cops and bring a medical exemption. Uh, face coverings are mandatory inside businesses in San Diego, uh, in the county. And public health officials said businesses have the right to refuse service to anyone not complying with the public health order. So she did a crappy thing by exposing, yeah. uh, doing that to him. And it's kind of a dumb thing to do death threats on her. Yeah. But it's, uh, you know. And she hasn't said anything about any medical condition. So yeah. uh, she has, uh, Giles has three children, considers herself a- a- an anti-vaxxer. She said the face masks are ineffective. She said it starts with coffee. But it ends with digital certificates and forced vaccinations. It's not this kid's problem, though, the barista. Uh, Yeah, and that's not going to happen anyway. Uh, Giles also claims she purchased coffee two days earlier at Starbucks without wearing a mask. I never threatened him, and she goes on to say. But now she says after he got the money, she says that she is uh, entitled to some of that money. (laughs) Try to get it. That's been the latest. So yeah, it ain't going to happen. Uh, she wants some of the money. She is threatening to sue the page creator of the uh, GoFundMe uh, page for defamation and slander. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, the United Nations says that it is shocked and deeply disturbed by footage of an apparent sex act in one of its official cars in Israel. What? The clip shows a woman in a red dress straddling a man in the back seat of a white 4x4 with UN markings on it. The video, shared widely on social media, was apparently filmed on a main street by Tel Aviv's seafront. Is it UN or UN? Uh, no, UN. <laughs> no. Uh, but I understand. No, yeah. the UN said that it was investigating the incident and was close to identifying the individual scene of the video. Uh, those involved are believed to be staff members of a peacekeeping organization in Israel. They're just keeping the peace. Man. And, One uh, piece at a time. Yep. Another passenger <laughs> can be seen slumped in the front, but the driver can't be seen as the car moves away. The uh-huh. spokesman for the uh, U.N. secretary said that kind of behavior goes against everything we stand for and having been working to achieve in terms of fighting misconduct by U.N. staff. Uh, handies are safer. 
They have strict policies against sexual misconduct by the staff members. Uh, the staff may be disciplined if they are found to be in breach of conduct rules. A $300,000 Lamborghini Huracan Performante Spider, I guess it's perform- maybe Performance Spider, uh, was wrecked on a U.K. highway 20 minutes after its new owner left the dealership. And when I initially saw the story and I saw the pictures, I'm like, Okay, they 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 got this new right, uh, you know, Lamborghini, and they floored it. Didn't well, you've no, you've driven, yes, yeah. So we, there was a place that that lent us cars for a while. You had that uh, for a day. You had a Lamborghini, and I had a Maserati. Yep, and for one day. It's pretty awesome. It's awesome, but it it's it's a monster. But this was the deal. It broke down, and it was rear-ended by a van. Oh, oh my speed. god. So, so it wasn't that. It wasn't that. The yeah. poor bastard. Uh, it was just outside of Leeds. It happened this weekend. Photos show the right rear end quarter of the mid-engine Jeez. two-seater entirely crushed. And the twin post of the rollover protection system deployed. So, but uh, by the oh. way, they just bought it and it broke down? Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know what the deal was. So I didn't know this, Steve. It said the twin post of the rollover protection system. I've never heard of that before. See those two things sticking up on, in, the, in the top? Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. So those must pop up in case the vehicle rolls over oh, so wow. you didn't, don't get crushed. That's pretty um, cool. It's uh, because it's a um, it's a convertible. And all it took was almost a complete decimation of the car to realize that happens. Uh, <laughs> only the van uh, driver suffered minor head injuries. Of course, the Huracan is Powered by a 630-powered V10, has a top speed of 202 miles an hour. But it was a van rear-ending it that destroyed this one. Zookeepers may have foiled, uh, may have been foiled by a troop of menacing monkeys who made a successful jailbreak in the dead of night. Here we go again! The 70-strong gang of primates made a break for freedom uh, from their home near Tokyo, marking their second escape in less than a year. Uh, cut marks seemed to indicate someone had either slashed or one of the monkeys had gnawed through metal fencing before encouraging the entire pack to follow in an audacious bid for freedom. Blip, blip. Hand me the wire cutters. Uh, the alarm was raised <laughs> by a construction worker at uh, Takagoyama Zoo who spotted a hole in a fence during the 7 a.m. morning inspe- inspection and went to investigate. At first, the zoo's operator thought the large cage had been broken into and the matter was reported to the police. Yet Mm -hmm. the reason for the great escape is still to be determined. Oh, yeah, we're going to find out soon. Uh, The large hole looked as though it had been cut with a knife. may have also been uh, the handiwork of the macaques spotted running around the rooftops. The fugitive monkeys were also spotted soaking up the views in the mountains surrounding the zoo. Clip the green wire. Uh, the local authorities had to issue a warning to residents not to approach the furry escape artist with box traps with food deployed to try and lure them back. By the way, they have very sharp teeth. Uh, the macaques have also been spotted coming down from their hiding places to pester zookeepers for snacks. For the time being, it's a case of softly catch the monkey with keepers putting sweet potatoes, soybeans, and other tasty delights inside the cage to get them used to eating in the enclosure again before locking the door. It's a beautiful song, Softly Catch the Monkey. Yes. Uh, it is... Softly, softly catch the monkey. It's not known how many monkeys have managed to escape for good. I but... heard he sang a good song. But we're seeing this all around the world, Steve. The monkeys are uniting. Yep. They're becoming smarter. They're extricating themselves from zoos. And they are working as a team. In fact, you reported on a story... Uh, I think it was the last time you reported this story, 
they had uh, commandeered a theater which was serving as their base of operations. It's in India. It's their uh, it's their headquarters. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so, it is happening. So they're organizing, and I wouldn't doubt it in 2020 <clears throat> that that is indeed the well, case. Well, we need to talk to Michael Giacchino because he scored all those movies, and if anyone has any insight into the plans <laughs> of these monkeys, he probably it'd would be the know. guy who composed the music. You know, maybe that, maybe that's a reason is. to give him a call. It's uh, it's the monkey heist, Preston. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Started the watching graphic. Monkey Heist last night. <laughs> we have a, a new graphic for Monkey Heist. We do? Who that? Who's that guy? He's, he's super talented. He does a whole bunch of graphic uh, stuff for the show. Is it the same guy that did uh, the Just Saying Institute? Yes, Mike, yes. Jay Sub- Michael Saborin? Michael Saborin, that's it. Oh, is, yeah. he the, is he the one that also did the Space Cowboy? He did Space Cowboy. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's outstanding. <laughs> yeah. All right, and that's it for the Bizarre File. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. We've got some music news, some trash, and uh, lesson, and so on. So we'll get to that when we return. Stay with us. The free MMR app for your phone. You can stream us live, get on demand audio and video, and we can even send you alerts on really important stuff. Plus, it's Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible. The MMR app, making your smartphone a little dumber. Preston, may I ask you uh, take a candle out the window there? Uh huh. Oh, hey, oh, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. What the That's hell? That's good. <laughs> what the hell? No, that's Casey. <laughs> I thought it was a, just a dude working out there. Yeah, okay, got a helmet so, on. Hang on, let me let me explain. We have construction going on in our building, and it happens to be outside of our window here uh, that these guys are out on scaffolding. And uh, Casey's out there. He's outside of the studio. And he was, I just looked over and I saw a guy's bare ass up by the window. And apparently that's Casey. And he's calling the hotline right now. Hang Wait, on a and second. I love that the, 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 other, uh, the other construction worker out there is really not phased at all. <laughs> he's just going about his business. Yeah, what the hell are you doing? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I was uh, presented an opportunity to be on the other side of the glass, and I just, I just jumped on it. Sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm mooning you, and they gave you the finger, and you flipped me off before you realized who I was. Well, you were flipping me off. I know, I know. You're like, I'm just going to give this guy the finger back, yeah. and you're like, oh my god, that's Casey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, hi guys. Uh, <laughs> we, we do we get a picture? Of the actual mooning uh, because it was actually it was, it was amazing, especially with the skyline yeah. behind no, you. We missed it. Oh, damn it. We can recreate it. I'm sure Casey yeah, doesn't mind, mind dropping yeah, yeah. his pants again. <laughs> Case? Yeah, I don't I don't know how to mime. Um <laughs> is that what you were saying? Do you know what's great on the no, video? We had miming. nothing to do with miming. <laughs> we were was wondering if you could drop your <laughs> pants again because we missed Uh-oh. that. <laughs> we didn't get a picture of it. Uh, so, there we go. All right, so, <laughs> miming on the radio. <laughs> If he, would Casey mind, I think, is what you said, not mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My mind, it's the same thing. I yeah. started doing the, the fake pane of glass thing. Is that what he hand? thought I said? I That's so. adorable. Uh-huh. I, I, yeah. This other worker, I just love it. Casey mooned us again. He looked at him and, like, not, not oh. a, he didn't crack a smile, nothing. The first time, Kev, when I did it, you were still doing your traffic. He was the only one who saw me. And you just hear him go, are you serious? Casey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is, it, is it cold out there at all, or is it protected by the no, glass at this I'm, point? I'm totally fine, yeah. No, we're um, we're completely enclosed in glass, so the outer glass is um, 
it's cut off from the from the elements outside. So. Okay. Yeah, so they have this atrium that they're adding to the building here. Ask this uh, construction worker what, what his name is. If, if he... Oh, jeez. Oh, man, I don't want to do this. Hey, what's your name, by the way? Robert. That's Robert over here, guys. Hey, Robert. 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 We've been looking doing? at Robert's ass for the better part of the morning. So, yeah. yeah. Like, hey, guys, I hate you. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to do my goddamn job. Seriously. Okay. How did you get out there, by the way? So you got to go down the third floor. Well, first I had to sign a giant waiver, uh, and then I put a hard hat on, and then I went down to the third floor. I walked out. I had to climb up a ladder. Ooh. Really cool. Yeah. I've I been wanting to do this hat. stuff for a while. Hey, let me ask you this. Is the, the, the fart earlier, was that you about to go out onto the scaffolding? Okay. Yeah. Oh. So, Casey was faking I, a bathroom emergency, uh, and he came back and said it was fart. I was like... I thought that was a little odd. No, because if it's Casey, you would have figured he would have crapped his pants. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I, I thought I was going to be out there earlier, but what I actually had to do was go through all of, like, the legal stuff of signing my life away. Uh, but I, at, at that point, I thought I was coming outside, but I wasn't, so. Well, uh, this yeah. this kind of stuff, construction, when you see this, you just want, I, I think it's cool. Like, that's why we talked about, like, Diggerland or whatever it is. Anything with the equipment and cranes and stuff like that. Look at you. you. You you make a good uh, construction worker. You you look good in your yeah. hard hat and everything. <laughs> the way you moon. Right? I think <laughs> I think you look like a uh, you look like the foreman. You know, like really? you look like the guy in charge of everybody out there. Are you sure it looks like a fireman? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fat joke, guys. A fat joke. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, get on in here. All right. Come on back out. All right. All right. Bye, bye. bye. Guys. All right. Uh, we'll have video pictures uh, to post of that later on. I just I thought it was a. <laughs> A guy who works here that maybe was a listener and decided to show us his butthole. <laughs> but no, it was Casey. Damn the luck. Outside, yeah. uh, mooning us as we were getting ready. And I had a really good segue, too. Which oh, sucks, damn man. it. Uh, Can you reclaim it? Uh, so, yeah, so that, uh, that uh, uh, Joe Montana is going to be yeah. on the show later on this morning. And a texter said, Joe Montana, the quarterback for the 49ers, <laughs> name the movie. The Waterboy. That was the movie, right? Hey, speaking of sports. <laughs> that was your Believe it or not, I think these things up before yeah. we before we actually go to them. And that was fun. It's the hey, works. Speaking of sports. Still works. There was a Sixers game last night. It was. It was. Yes. And apparently during the game, uh, Joel Embiid had a nasty injury that didn't keep him out of the game unbelievable yeah. he had his finger was dislocated he thought that he broke it uh so we went to the locker room they did x-rays real quickly and then realized it was not broken popped it back in and brought him back into the game why and is it still hanging then if you've not seen the picture no this is before this is when he was getting ready to be taken off or oh, uh, uh, off the court and it's not hanging it's like 90 degrees sideways oh, uh, at that uh, at that main knuckle. Uh, and how, oh, yeah. I, number one, looking at that gives me the heebie-jeebies in a big way. It's like I'm, immediately I want to look the other way. It, 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 is, it is definitely alarming to see that because that's not usually the way a finger should bend. <laughs> but the question that also, it also prompts, Preston, is what exactly would constitute an injury then that would keep you out of the game yeah. when your finger is going in the completely wrong direction and he goes back in? Well, I guess they pop it back in and nothing was torn. Right. Uh, or broken. Or broken, then you're, it just, you know, just a strange. Jesus. Enough, but I, I've, uh, in, uh, what's the movie, the rock movie, Central Intelligence, there's a part where they're torturing him and they snap his finger sideways like that. And I can't look at that. <laughs> it drives me crazy. And by the way, one one of the, 
I, playing basketball, just horsing around or whatever, you show people. I, I wouldn't. It would happen accidentally while playing sports. Oh, and like, then you go, hey, look at this. Yeah, and okay. I feel like and people would just almost want to pass out because it looks <laughs> oh, so foul. Listen, oh, it, oh. people do get completely woozy on that. My question is, with the, with the pinky finger injury, you know, and I, you know, my so. incredible dodgeball injury, yeah. uh, you know, so what's the, what's the protocol? Will they, will they put a pinky in a, in a splint or what will they? No, maybe? I mean, you can, um, I mean, they can, if it's broken, they can cast it up. Can, okay. Yeah. Really? I mean, listen, I broke my knuckle, my middle knuckle I broke and they casted that up. Okay. Well, I didn't know, I, I didn't know what, at what point, cause I know it's like the pinky toe. Right. Th- right. I, they don't. Put, I've always what, just you wear like a boot or something. What taped happened? Taped it together, tape it? you know, mm. something like that. I've never but... broken any digits. So I, I also, don't know. I don't know what this bone is called, but the uh, basically the pinky hand bone. Yeah, um, I broke that as well, and they had to cast it up. Are you talking about the yeah, like the the, the edge of your hand? Like edge. if you were doing hammer punches, that yeah, that, that bone. edge. You broke that? Yeah. Okay. You're talking about karate. <laughs> Why well, had a close That's right, man. <laughs> Only two people, guys. People know karate. Uh, let me go to uh, one more quick call, then we got to take a break. I will go to Kate. This sounds pretty wild. Hi, Kate. Good morning. Hi, good morning. First time caller. What's up, oh, bitches? Oh, another one. <laughs> Not much, bitch. What's up? <laughs> All right, what do you want to tell us? Um, I actually have um, a pretty interesting story, and it's happened three times. My my jaw actually comes unhinged. Oh. So oh. Like a snake? I can't. Yes, Exactly. Exactly. So I can't close my my jaw at all. And um, it's happened three times. The first time I was 16. Second time I was in my mid-20s. I'm in my mid-40s. And it happened again last year. And it happens just from yawning. Oh, so is, it, is, it, is so that what lockjaw is? Is that is that lockjaw? It's not lockjaw. It's, it's lockjaw is some type of disease. It's actually my jaw becomes unhinged. All right. So it dislocates, and I have to go to the hospital, and they have to pop it back in. So with that, when when it's dislocated, is your mouth wide open? Oh yeah. So and, and in and high you, school, that would make you very popular, right? <laughs> wow. So you can't close it. So you got to get to the hospital quick, then. Yeah, the last time it happened, I was sitting at work, and I yawned, and it it was locked open, and I had to drive myself to the hospital. And oh are you God. are you literally going to people? Yeah. Are you talking I, like that? Yeah, the last time I had to take a post-it note with me and and explain when I walked in the emergency room. That's, that's wild. Sucks. That's, so that's yeah. I think the, the, the image I have is of like Jacob Marley in a Christmas Carol with his jaw hanging open. You know, uh, so you have that, and you can if you tr- you try to close it, it will not close. The, the mechanism is not there to close it at all. No, and, not and, at all. And what's the pain level like? Oh my God, it's excruciating. Oh it, my it, God. and it gets it gets worse. The longer that it is um, unhinged, so the last time that I was in the hospital, they couldn't get it back into place, so they had to give me ketamine. Oh, and my God. my my husband was there, sitting next to me, watching the whole thing. All right, so when they're resetting it, how, what do they do? Somebody just manipulating it with their hands? They use a foot underneath your chin? What? How do you do a hammer? They they actually um, the doctor. Uh, wraps their thumbs in gauze. Oh my God. And then they get on top of me. This is what I've been told. And they straddle you, oh. and then they have to pop it back in. Oh my God. Oh, so they're reaching their hand inside your mouth and pulling oh the jaw. Oh, God. Yes. 
Yeah. Holy f! Oh. So That's thumbs, cool. thumbs going into your mouth. I see. Okay, so yeah. They're, yeah, they're almost like they're getting like in sixty nine position yes. over you, and <laughs> yeah. and they've got a and they have to reach their thumbs into your <laughs> mouth. And exactly. That's insane, Kate. Yeah, it, it's pretty crazy. And apparently, the last time it happened, the doctor was straddling me, and apparently, I tried to put my hand up his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting on him. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. I know you don't do that. <laughs> you're, you're a piece of ass. Uh, uh, you know, I just said the mood hit me. So, yeah. okay, while well, your mouth is open in this, and I don't know if you're able to recollect this, but is drool pouring out? And has to. No, it's actually the opposite. It gets so dry. <gasps> okay. Where you can't swallow it anymore. So that's when it becomes a little scary because it what? gets so dry. Oh. Jaw issues with people have caused, like, for example, I I remember, I don't know if this is true or not, but I remember this being the allegation or the the, the thought, Burt Reynolds lost a tremendous amount of weight years ago, uh, and obviously he's dead now, he's losing weight like crazy, but but the... uh, uh, the, he had jaw issues uh, that were sort of very pernicious, and and that led to him not being able to eat and, oh, and chew food properly. So, do you have issues like that with chewing? Oh yeah, yeah. There's certain like I'm not supposed to chew gum. I'm not supposed to chew like a bagel or anything chewy. You know, candy, that type of thing. Wow, it will Kate, happen again. Do you resist the urge to yawn when it comes on? Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Well, that yeah, that's a, that. Listen, there are obviously far worse things, but that's annoying. Yeah, I mean, you can yawn. You don't have to have your mouth totally agape to yawn. Right. Sometimes right. though, it just comes over you quickly, and yeah. you you know yeah. you, you, you don't do it. And it's actually one yeah. of the great joys in life is a good yawn. <laughs> All right, hey, that's wild. Thanks for sharing. We appreciate it. Sure. Have a good day. All right, you too. Have you seen Brightburn yet, Preston? <sighs> no, I got to okay, see. There's there's see there's it. a jaw scene in that that will have you. <laughs> laughing out loud. Is it, is it akin to uh, Upgrade when they... Yeah. Oh, okay. yes. Okay. Yes. Oh. And, and, even, and even worse. Oh, my yeah. God. I can't imagine worse than that. All right. Interesting. Well, thanks for sharing. And uh, if this type of thing skeeves you out, avoid... <laughs> The pictures of Joel Embiid with his oh, with his uh, funky finger. It's pretty mm. messed up. We got to take a break. We are back. Get what you want when you want it. MMR on demand. Preston and Steve's Daily Rush. Sarah's Rock Breakdown. MMR Podcasts. The latest videos and interviews with your fave artists and lots more. Click the On Demand tab at WMMR.com. I would like to share this story uh, real quickly with you. Um, so during our time, <clears throat> after much discussion, uh, we decided to take a, a a quick road trip. By quick, I mean it was only a, a couple of days, and, and we didn't stick around too long. We went to visit my dad in Kentucky. Which you were supposed to visit your family prior to all of this and finally got around to doing it. Yeah, and once we realized that, uh, you know, uh, medically we're all okay, yeah. we've been very, very careful, specifically over the past couple of weeks in anticipation of, of taking a road trip, just get the kids out of the house for a little bit and go somewhere else and, and a little change of scenery. So we were very, very safe about it. Uh, so me and my three kids left. My wife stayed at home. She watched the dogs. First time ever, by the way, since we've had kids. It usually worked the other way. I yeah. would stay home. She would go because I'd be working. So it was the first time we ever did something like that. So we're looking forward to a road trip. Yeah. Dad. Yeah. And um, a, a few weeks ago, uh, our van, which we don't use as much as we do anymore, but we, we do, we were driving around and I'm like, I think the AC conked out on us. So we went and got it looked at, and sure enough, yes, we needed a whole new system. So we got a whole brand new, very expensive 
the, the system put in because it was, a, you know, we're after the warranty now. We've had this thing for several years. Yeah. Car A or van AC systems, any system like that in a vehicle, expensive. Yeah, so we got that replaced. Uh, we get on the road. We're driving. And you're driving along. <laughs> you're driving. Yeah. Uh, so we're driving, and it's a nine-hour drive, and about an hour into the drive, the air conditioning got out. No. Yes, dude. The air conditioning. So you don't. You haven't heard this. The air no. conditioning stopped working. It was. And it, by the way, super hot, and you were heading into. The South. Yeah. So super hot. I have to make down south. I have to make a decision. So we've we've decided to make this trip. It's been in the books for a while. Uh there was we, some preparation. We, we was... were very careful yeah. about our interaction with other people because we're going to be, meet my elderly father and his wife. You have to take the precautions. You gotta take the precautions. <laughs> so the plans have all been made and I'm like I'm I'm going, Oh my god, the air conditioning just stopped working on the car. I, we just got this fixed. How can this be happening? And then I have to decide as we are now on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Right. Do we keep going or do we turn around? It's only eight more hours. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. and H- how far from about your an hour? Okay. About not that far into it. But I'm weighing. Are we ever going to be able to make this trip again? Yes. By the time we get this back and get this, it's not like we're going to be a turnaround. Hey, we'll delay it by a day. Yeah. Because we wanted to take the van. There's there's four of us. We're all adult size. We yeah, don't want to yeah. cram into a car. Did you put it to a vote? Um, you yeah. don't need to. You're the dad. I yeah, am the dad. Right. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> this is that is I just a, voted. that is a complete plutocracy at that case. So we decided to go ahead and go oh, and drive the How whole way. It? Kathy, it was 95 degrees. 95 degrees that it got up to. No air conditioning. <sighs> so, Steve, it was uh it was a uh, it was a trip of nostalgia. <laughs> remember the 1970s? Oh, I remember. I remember, of course, honestly, I remember all my original cars had no AC. That was a laughable concept. Yeah, and when you yeah. did get AC, it was spotty at best. And so you had to get up to a certain velocity mm-hmm. to have that warm <laughs> fart air blow on you. <laughs> so it was. Uh, so we rolled all the windows down, right, in the van, super the loud <laughs> on the highway. Yeah, we're, we're doing eighty miles an hour because that's how fast everybody goes on the highway. Yeah, it is insanely loud. Oh, with let- all the windows yeah. down. Yeah. Yes. So what we had planned on of. Listening to music and oh watching God. some Spending movies. I bought some books on together. Some audible books and some... some oh. s- Wait. Time to really talk to my kids. No. So we're yelling at each other no. anytime we oh had to God. communicate in the van. Oh There's my. a boy I really like, Daddy! <laughs> Tell me about him! Oh, my God. So you did have a little video of you singing in the car. I sent you guys a video. That was before the AC yeah, blew. It had to be. Like you guys were having the best time. Let it go. We were singing yes. Frozen. Oh, this is great. We're going to have the best. It's so cold in it here. It's so fun. I'm so glad we got this AC fix. We're freezing. Hey, kids, let's sing Frozen. It started yes. off so well. Oh, we love each other. Road trip. Yeah. Oh, oh bonding. God. We're going to bond. Oh, we hated each other the whole way. Oh, my. It is. It's so loud. Why when you have you... to put the windows down. And when you, at that heat, uh-huh. like at that temperature, when the windows are down, it's not like, re- it's not helpful, really. So we're driving through West Virginia. Which is uh, 
mountainous and windy and hot. It's beautiful and hell on earth at the same time. Oh, my God. And, and Preston, I remember I was stuck in the Holland Tunnel. No, the Lincoln Tunnel. During a heat wave trying to get out of the, the city. For about four hours, there was a, a, a breakdown. I was in the tunnel with the cars running and the heat and the exhaust, and I prayed. I said, God, please kill me. <laughs> I don't have the now. courage to do it now, but kill me. You know what? I, and I know we've talked about this before because I had um, <clears throat> my friend Jim, who, who I was in a band with, and we were practice at his house. His parents refused to use their air conditioning. No. Refused to use uh. it unless it was well into the 90s, and that's just the way they lived. They were open-window people. That was it. Oh, do people do that with their cars? Are there yes. some people that are under yes. the, 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 they uh, believe the notion that, that they're saving on gas money yes. yeah. by not using the air conditioning? I've been Still, with to this day, really? I've been with And you have to honor the driver's perception that they're saving, whatever the deal is. I believe, and we've talked this back and forth, and there's different schools that thought it, and I don't know what I, I believe or don't believe. All I know is I don't want to sweat my balls off, yeah. so I put the AC on. But there's a notion also that if you have the windows open, you're causing drag on the car, which is, <laughs> but enough of that nonsense. Yeah. Put it the hell on. I'm curious if there are people that still do that and, and if they've seen <laughs> a, a difference in that. So um, did you get it fixed while you were there to have so it on the right home? So we called our dealership. Where they had put this new unit in, said we weren't, you know. Hey, we're sorry about that. Yeah, that we're not happy about this, and that I was committed to this trip. We weren't gonna, we weren't gonna, uh, you know, change our plans. And they said maybe there is a. You know, my wife asked, "Is there a dealership in Lexington that maybe you can get in touch with? They're going to be there for a couple yeah. days. We could take it in. They could fix it and have it." And they just said no. They just said no. That's customer service. Yeah, we didn't get much of an apology. We didn't get much of a uh, a, sorry for the inconvenience. I think think a refund is due. No, no. No. In fact. Wait, how long ago did you get it fixed? uh, Less than a month. No, you, no. Give me their phone number. (laughs) (laughs) And they said that, so we, so we got it. We went and got it fixed, and there was uh, there was a, a another issue that had caused the problem with this one. It wasn't oh, the unit; okay. it was something else that fried it out. Oh. So it cost us another two hundred dollars no, to didn't. get that fixed. Oh, dude! Wait, did you? I'm sorry. Did you get it fixed down there? Did you say? Or did you? Oh, no, I here. didn't. No, we so drove, you drove drive home with no AC too. Yes, you yes. didn't even go and have it like a diagnostic check at like you know. Yeah. Dude, we were just so tired. Uh, okay. Honestly, at that point, what do you what do you want to you want to become a a, a half ass mechanic on your own? You, you just you no, but to... I would. I mean, honestly, if I were in in Kentucky and I had a nine hour trip ahead of me, I would have. I'm sorry, I would have taken it to a garage. Two things I would have done differently. I would have turned the hell uh, around, got a car with air conditioning, and if I didn't, you know, if I got outvoted for that one, I would have at some point in, in Kentucky gone. I understand the mindset, though, yeah, of being yeah. that far into the trip and it's also, you've gone to this this extent to make sure you're safely visiting your yeah. father and your family yeah. and and you're like, if if we turn around now, we might never leave again. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, what if you get there and they say, this car, this vehicle, better to not know it's going to explode into flames four hours into the trip and just try to go for it. Yeah. So, no, I, I I didn't have time to do I mean, we yeah. it was, uh, we were there to spend some time with him. My dad wanted me to show me where uh, <clears throat> where my ancestors are buried. So that was a, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> we had to drive around the 
<clears throat> the ass crack of the world to go and find that, uh, by the way. But anyhow, that's another story. <laughs> this is where I killed your grandmother. <laughs> this is where I beat your grandfather to death. Jeez. Uh, but it was just, it was miserable. Oh, it was, I mean, we had a good time, you know, because once we got there and we got indoors, we were like, oh, thank God. Well, at least you could air conditioning. Sp- you could split the driving between three of you. That was nice. Yes. Three hour Even shifts. Even my Caroline driving. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Three hour shifts. It was nice. I did a drive from uh, <laughs> Lewisburg, PA to Key West one year for spring break, and uh, we drove on my friend Brian's uh, piece of crap uh, Ford Taurus, and uh, we get to, I don't know, south of Lake... Um, uh, South Carolina or whatever, and we're like, "Hey, Brian, can we uh, can we turn on the AC?" He's like, "Sure." He pulls up pulls up a fan, <laughs> no. sticks it on the dashboard, yes. and turns it on, and he's like, "Enjoy, boys!" Wow. Yeah. Hang but, on, I want I want to go to uh, Brian real quick here. Hey, Brian. Good morning, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. And to you, sir. What's up, Brian? Listen, Matt Damon. <laughs> I caught a uh, episode of MythBusters that did a test, like a controlled test. And they were talking about whether or not AC lowers your fuel consumption. And they did find out that it does not matter, not one bit. So the guy who's driving the car is not turning on the AC because he thinks he's saving a couple bucks is an a-hole. Okay. We need to get that word out there. All right. You're mm-hmm. not doing anything to uh, economize if you put your AC on. And, in fact, if it keeps you from passing out due to heat stroke, I consider that a win. That's right. Right. Nice. All right. <laughs> now, again, I saw a couple textures of people who refuse to use their um, use their air conditioning oh, in, the, in the vehicle. It's there. No use effing it. way. Getting yep. a car with uh, working air conditioning and getting a house with central air was, like, very similar for me. Like, when I moved into my house and it had central air and it didn't have the wall units, it was, like, the best thing ever. And it was the same thing with the car. Remember when I got a car, my first car, where the air conditioning actually worked, it was, like, you such can't, a you relief. Can't, you feel like you're driving a Rolls Royce. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, oh, my God, this is amazing. Well, it was air conditioning and it was the heat, too. Like, my yeah. car that I had, you know, prior to, like, my first new car it w- it would take like by the time i got to where i was going it's like the car was just warming up or the cool or cooling right, yeah. down you know Here, here's a here's an interesting text it says you guys are pussies <laughs> okay. i invite you anytime to come drive around in my black lifted truck with black leather seats with no ac on and screaming mud tire tire tires with the windows down no thank you so here's the difference <laughs> If you have to drive that, yeah. that's one thing. But if you are driving that way on person, texter, you're a moron. <laughs> okay? So there you go. If you have to, yes, I got it. That's your situation. You yeah. don't need to call anybody a pussy because that's what you have to do. Well, so my my dad was a truck driver, uh, and for the longest time he had a, a Mercedes truck. And before you think, oh, he had a Mercedes. No, that thing, it was just, it, it just you know, had the emblem on it, and that yeah. was basically it. They get like so, half a million miles on him, too. Like they're exactly. really durable, yeah. and it had no air conditioning ever. And, and you talk about like, um, like UPS drivers or yeah. those guys; they don't have air. In... I don't think so. Okay, I think that's part of the reason why they have to, dri- well, not have to, but often drive with the doors open. Right. Uh, it also it saves some time getting in and out, but it, it, it creates Steve like the fart breeze that you were talking <laughs> it's about. It's just unbelievable. And to do that for that, I remember I told you guys the time my friend Dwayne from Vertex Fitness yeah. had to move oh. on. 
This was during a heat right. wave in July. We oh had a Penske God. truck that he had rented. No AC. The <laughs> windows didn't even open all the way. You're a good friend, man. And, oh my God! It was I, literally. I. It was the hottest I've ever been in my life. I think of situations like that, and I go, "No, I'm a, I'm a terrible friend. Like I, I would never." <laughs> I'm out of town. I, I, I we, were really moving, <laughs> we were moving. We were moving gym equipment. Yeah. yeah. Him, myself. <laughs> So not just the weights, the, the the machines and the weights on them. Steve, is that stuff heavy? <laughs> Preston, oddly enough, it's goddamn heavy. We, both of us nearly died like nine times during that whole effort. Here's a text that says, my friend refuses to use the air because he doesn't like the artificialness of oh, it. Get used to it. I wanted to shove him out of the car on the turnpike. <laughs> I, I sort of understand that argument a little bit. And here's what I'll say about it. I get tired of going from AC at home to AC in the car to AC at work. It, it, it just it wears on me after a while. However, I will take that over the discomfort of being in the heat all the time. Hey, and also, who's forced to work without AC? Here's one that says, how do you think mailmen feel? feel That's uh, true. We have no AC. They don't. Just a fan that blows hot air. Why would they not have air conditioning? The, and those vehicles because more expensive. Th- and the doors are. are uh, I, well, and they're walking most of the time. Like they're. Yeah, well, but some the of them have mailboxes and. Yeah. And those vehicles are those vehicles naturally? Or do, are they? Do they have AC in them? Well, you, you would figure that you know now with the, you know the space age technology that we have, <laughs> space like, age polymers. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, it was like those jeeps, right? Yeah. Now they had those really nice trucks. What about like UPS drivers? They don't. I mean, is, would an AC be worth a damn when you were getting I don't out of think a vehicle? So. Out of and there? Their, their doors open. I was talking to a construction worker, a guy who was in the union, um, and he said that they're doing work uh, in a school and they can't turn the air conditioning on in the school while they work. So they're inside with no AC because because of the work that they're doing. It'll get into the ventilation system and all of that. (laughs) So it has to be turned off. So so a little asbestos blows around. Do you remember (laughs) in grade school, um, we didn't have air conditioning. And so when you get those hot May days and June days, they would take a fan and they would oh, stick yeah. it in the doorway and blow the air into the hallway. Yeah, I don't. We had. I don't it, it, was, it was exhausting. The it was taking, it was the, hot taking air the hot air out. We, we basically it looked like a Boeing test facility. Yeah. in our elementary school, Grace Hill Hubs. I clearly remember it. And we had those huge fans on stands. And the teacher, you talk about having to yell over the sound of of. Mm. You know, yep, it was That's unbelievable. True. Uh, Nick had seen a text from a UPS driver that says the back of the truck gets 130 or more. <gasps> Jesus. But I guess that's that's when they're pulling the boxes out. You would think, and, and you talk about even though the windows are down uh, in a uh, in a mail truck or whatever, I mean, you still feel, the, if the vent's right on you, you're getting some relief from that. I mean, if it's, if it's pointed right at you, even though the windows are down. I know lots of people, me included, sometimes <laughs> who will... Have the AC on and the windows down. You can do that. Yeah. That's actually not a... That's okay. Uh, one of the greatest inventions of all time, having the AC pumped through the seat. A little bit of that. Do you yeah, know that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so that that's your nice. ass isn't basically a grilled cheese sandwich every time you get up. <laughs> yeah. I uh, didn't have air conditioning for the longest time so, growing likewise. up. I mean, I just I grew up in a hundred and some year old house. We didn't even have window units until much, much, much later on in life. I was in college at that point. Um, when my mom lived there after my dad passed away, I would go over there and she would sit there in the steaming kitchen. Oh. And she, you know, the only time she ever used the air conditioner, she had it in her bedroom. I was am it. the god of hellfire. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 and now. I can't. I can't deal. Kath, you were talking about central air. Like, I don't know how I ever lived without it. Right? I think a lot of people, Preston, and maybe this is the thing, they, they, they think that if they if they turn it on, 
they'll, they'll get seduced by it and then want to use Agreed. it. Agreed. Like, like, no, 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 I'll, 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 be, I'll make myself weaker. Yeah. I, maybe or, even I had that or, a little or bit. you ought to be able to handle yeah, this. Yeah, well, I That kind of this. bad attitude, yeah. you know what I mean? It's the same people who wear shorts throughout the winter. I, I get that, yeah. but uh, to some extent, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We've evolved. Yeah. We can we can use these these things. We have new medicines and machines to keep you. Use them. <laughs> There's, I mean, they're sitting there. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to Ambrose. Hi, Ambrose. Good morning. Hey, good morning, bitches. Welcome back. Thanks, oh, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. What's up? So, Carson, you'll appreciate this one. So, the car I had in high school was the ugliest gold Pontiac Bonneville you've ever friggin'. I, I had a Bonneville. I love that car. The car itself, incredible. Air conditioning, not so much. <laughs> so, driving around one day, I go through a drive-thru and sitting at the drive-thru waiting to get food, and I see the thermostat temperature just keeps going up, going up, going up, and the car's clunking, clunking. So I get home and I ask my dad about it. We get the car checked out. Turns out the thermostat's bad, and it's not turning on the fan. To fix it, it's going to be about four or $500. I'm a high school kid. My father could care less about my needs at this point. So the guy at the dealership goes, the best way to fix it is in the summer when it starts to get real hot, you're just going to have to put the heater on and let the heater run for a little bit. Oh, my God. Get the temperature down. Oh, oh my God. God. What a treat this was. Oh, God. So you did it? You, you, you used that technique? I used that POS for three years with the same technique. In summer, 95 degrees with your heater running on your legs and on your body. Felt fantastic. Uh, yeah, Ambrose, you can. So here's a story about the Bonneville, and I've relayed this on the air before. I was at an intersection one time. That's how big these cars were. I was rear-ended by a Mack truck, <laughs> pancaked the trunk of the car. The signals worked, and the car was completely drivable. I drove it home. It was unbelievable. Oh, they were metal tanks. Yeah, they but the tanks. but that AC in that thing didn't even it didn't even come close to cooling down the inside of that car. It was a joke. <laughs> yeah, have nice. a great morning, guys. Thanks, Thanks Ambrose. Take it Appreciate easy. it. I had a uh, I had a Mustang. Uh, it was a '72 Mustang. It was kind of there. It was almost like a Mach one, like a longer yeah. version of the Mustang. And uh, I, I had trouble with the AC. And then sometimes it was really weird because I would look in my rearview mirror, <laughs> and the speakers, Steve, were in the back yeah. near the back window. And every now and then, I would see smoke coming out of the speakers. <laughs> What was causing I that? don't know. I don't know. You were rocking. You were rocking, rockin', man. Smoke would come out of the speakers. Oh, and I just remember being in the sweltering heat of the summer, having you know, just rolling the windows oh, down, my God. and just. I remember oh, Preston in the back of cars. you remember Hot Rod Magazine? Sure. All right, so I got Hot Rod Magazine, and there was a thing I, I was again in one of my long list of crappy cars. And there was a thing that promised this will keep. This is AC, AC without having AC. Oh, I gotta go, and then I gotta get that. I, I <laughs> it's about the size of a large harmonica uh-huh. with the fan that spun in it, like your friend. Yes. And that's all it was. <laughs> I'm like, what? And I, and I bought it, you know, sight unseen, you know, just a little ad in the thing. I mean, it was the size of a harmonica. I'm gonna go to Matt. Hey, Matt. Good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks, fellas. Gadzooks, what's up, buddy? Nothing. I'm that guy that wears shorts year-round, and I work outside doing uh, underground sprinklers, and I don't use my air. I just don't need it. I don't, you know, 
Uh, my body acclimates to the temperatures so quick and being outside all the time that I go into these cold places and I'm freezing. Mm. So, Matt, Matt I, I like I hear that. And I think a number of people will think that as well. And, and, and I... I like when I'm outside and I'm working in in a, in a very hot condition and your body acclimates, I'm I'm fine with that. But if I'm inside or I'm in the car, I I, I just, now I have to have it. My my dad lives in in Dallas. If you don't have AC running all the time in your cars or inside your, you're gonna die quickly. <laughs> it's just yeah. oppressive. I'm that guy that my wife likes a freezing cold and I come in and she's under a blanket with penguins sitting next to her, and I can't stand. Coming into a house that cold, I need it like seventy-eight degrees. Just to keep well, I would have no trouble sleeping with your wife. Hey, you know, uh, <laughs> Matt. By the way, it says here you also don't use your heat in the winter. No, I'm not a heat person either. Like I, my windows are always open in my car in the wintertime and stuff like that. It's like my um, dad. Do you live on a diet of brains? Because <laughs> you might be dead. It's quite possible. Wow. That, that's inc- that's incredible. I wear shirts year-round, and I wear, like, a hoodie, and that's it. All right, man. All right. I don't get it. Thanks, man. Kathy, your dad's that way? Oh, my God. Yeah. With the heat or air conditioning? Really? Forever, yeah. I mean, I think... It was probably stemmed from like your bill, like what the what the bill would be. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we grew up in a house with wall units, and in the middle of the night, he would go into everyone's uh, room and turn their wall units on. It was so cold in there. I'm like, you weren't in there, <laughs> right? You had to walk into the room to go. Oh, it's chilly in here, yeah. and turn it off. So everyone would wake up sweating, and then I mean, in our entire family, our extended family, everyone knows. Like, if you're coming over in the winter, make sure you bring a sweatshirt. It's going to be cold. You're not even going to tell me that he banged Janice Joplin <laughs> with the AC off. <laughs> but that body odor, oof, just made it worse. Uh, this text says UPS trucks have no AC because they stop so much, the yeah. condenser can't cool the system. Meaning they turn it off every time, I guess, they stop? Well, you have to double flange the protractor. Oh. <laughs> Demark it. Okay. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Let me go to... Hang on, Mike is a, uh, well, I'm not sure if he's a UPS driver or not. Hey, Mike, good morning. Hey, good morning. That's, hey, uh, uh, do you work for UPS, bud? I used to. Okay. Cool. And you wanted to comment on the AC unit? <laughs> he was just bragging. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to work for him. Uh, I just wanted to say that they don't put them in there because it's inefficient. It's a waste of money. And, Mike, isn't it the case, so in the back of the UPS truck, the 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 um, ceiling of the truck is kept purposefully... Um, it's white. White, so that, uh, well, but also do, it, it keeps the, the back lit up, right? So that it, it tends to get really hot back there. Oh, it gets it, it gets intense, man. It's like a sauna back there. Yeah. Um, yeah it's like 110 plus. All right. Yeah, All right. yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate know. it. All right. Uh, I'm going to go to Aaron. Hi, Aaron. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. <laughs> What's up, bitch? <laughs> Hi, good morning. Um, So my husband is from Spain, and the vast majority of apartments in Spain do not have air conditioning. So he didn't grow up with it. He's not used to it. Um, So, you know, when we moved here, he every time I would turn the air conditioning down to, like, 75, he's like, do you think we are the effing Rockefellers? (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is this? Why do you think we made a money? <laughs> um, uh, has he come around at all? He, he, I mean, here and there, he, I mean, I, right now it's like 72 and he walks around like Nanook of the North. Like he's got, he's like got a sweatshirt on, <laughs> sweatpants on. But there, you know, when we go to Spain, 
you know, it's like sweltering yeah. um, in, the, in the apartment where we stay. There was one time where there was like a five-day heat wave. It was like 100 degrees, not a breeze. We like are sitting in the apartment. You can't go outside. We have the sheets pulled down. It's dark in there. Like, we're taking cold showers and just, like, sitting still. Like, it's, it's no way to live. It's, it's no way it's to live. Horrible. That's it's why horrible. in Europe and Spain and, 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 and those countries during a heat wave, you'll have thousands oh, and die. thousands and thousands of people die. Right. We were in, uh, my sister and I went to Venice. We, we went, yeah. uh, toured Europe a little bit and went, went, uh, we stayed in Venice and we were there in the heat of the summer. <sighs> it was miserable. We were trying to cut costs as much as possible. So, number one, it's hard to find hotels that actually have air conditioning, or there were at the time. This was, you know, like 20-some-odd years ago, 25 years ago. And uh, and so we, we stayed at hotels that didn't have A.C. because they were cheaper. Miserable. Miserable. I mean, no. miserable? miserable? That's how bad it was. That's, that's, Italian, Italian, that's Italian for miserable. I, I have multiple sclerosis. Can you see? I got a multiple sclerosis. I have a condition. Uh, it's a miserable. Listen, it's it, it, it's. it's I tell you, I stayed in a hotel. The conditions were so miserable. <laughs> and me with my multiple scabos. Uh, I know it's for whatever. Uh, however, you want to uh, you know package this. It's what we've become used to. Yeah. And how often do you find yourself in the scenario where you're without it? Like, and this is the once age, in a great while. It's the age old argument. Is Erin talking about her husband? I keep I keep the AC in my room at night at seventy two. Would you consider that frosty? No, no, no that's way too hot. I, I mean, come on, and with the with the fan blowing, and she comes in like, oh my god, this is a this is a this is a crypt. It's freezing. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, it was uh, we we got started on this conversation. If you're just joining us, I took a uh, a nine hour road trip. <laughs> An hour into it, our air conditioning unit stopped working. It was 95 degrees, uh, and we had to come. We had to drive back nine hours as well uh, with that uh, condition too. But it was. I felt so bad for my daughter. She had a headache. Oh and she no! Just, yeah, yeah, she didn't feel well. Slept the whole way back. Oh man! And like I said, you know, all the windows down. Noisy as hell. Yeah. I'm not sure I was something really to tell look- a therapist. I was really looking forward to you know yeah. us talking. Yeah. And, you know, bonding even a little bit more. And it was, can you give me a soda? What? I said, give me it. God, okay, I'll get it for you. This is just yelling at each other. Yeah. Couldn't hear each other. Have it, fun, kids! Yeah, whatever. All right, anyhow, holiday road. Yeah. Yep. Wonderful vacation. Um, we need to take a break. We'll be right back. Stay put. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston Steve's Bizarre Final. You can save. So call your local Allstate agent today. Are you in good hands? And that's your traffic report on 93.3 WMMR. All right, thanks, Chris. Let's get to the Bizarre Files. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right, let's dive into it. It's brought to you by Mulch Works of Aston, PA, offering mulch, topsoil, compost, decorative, and crushed stone, grass seeds, straw, and more. Mulchworks delivers to residential and commercial markets. Visit them online, mulchthis.com, or you can stop by in person to meet their friendly staff. 
Uh, so this is wild. A visitor to Hawaii Volcanoes National Park climbed past the metal railing. Oh, oh boy. Lost his footing and fell into the Kilauea Volcano Caldera. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Uh, this happened on Wednesday evening. Authorities got a call that a man had fallen into the caldera, which is the crater formed by previous volcanic activity. I bet he feels stupid now. Uh, he was with a group, which is why the call came in instantly. Park officials immediately launched a search and rescue operation around 9 p.m. They located the man. He was alive, but seriously wow. injured. Miraculous. <laughs> Perched on a narrow ledge 70 feet from the cliff edge. That was a mistake. Officials began a rescue operation, including the use of a rope system to extract the man from the ledge, and he was rescued in about an hour. So other people risked their lives to go save this guy's life. Yeah. Uh, he was airlifted to Hilo Medical Center, where he was treated for his injuries. He will probably face some charges because of that. He went past the railings. Those fences are there yeah. for a reason. Exactly. Don't go past them. Mm-hmm. Unless uh, you're taking a selfie. Two Florida lovebirds are facing criminal charges after they were caught having sex Monday night on the sidewalk right in front of police headquarters in Key West, Florida. Wow, that's romantic. Uh, Cops say that Gary Hill and Crystal Francis had shared a pint of vodka before they began trysting in public. That's just right here, Uh, like we did last summer. That's right. Uh, again? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, cops had uh, learned about the coupling around 9 p.m. from a female passerby who reported the duo was poised to have sex in front of headquarters. And, yeah, here we go. When a uh, patrolman... Uh, when, when they uh, went outside to investigate, he spotted the 46-year-old Hill with his pants down, having sex with Francis, who was not wearing pants or underwear. God, I bet that looked super hot. Uh, the <laughs> couple uh, lying down on the sidewalk was, quote, actively engaging in sexual intercourse, police charge. Hill explained when confronted by the officer, I'm horny. Oh, she was giving it up to me right then and there. Uh, that's what he had to say. You know, it favors the bold. Uh, Hill would also chalk up the illicit encounter as a, quote, Key West moment. Yeah. This Uh, one's going in my scrapbook. Hill was arrested for indecent exposure and booked into the county jail on the misdemeanor charge. Hold on to the sewer grate and I'll take you from behind. Hill, whose address is listed as the streets of Key West in Mm. jail records, is locked up on $7,500 bond and scheduled for arraignment. Your life choices have not gone well if your address is the streets of Key West. Uh, Francis was not arrested at the scene since she was severely intoxicated and was taken to a hospital for treatment, but an arrest warrant is likely in her future. Francis. Does it say if they're going to stay together or not? You know what? That's still up in Maybe. the air. I'm not really sure. Uh, in Houston, the Harris County District Attorney's Office will determine whether a sheriff's deputy should be charged with a crime uh, for knocking a man to the ground after encouraging the man to slap him. <laughs> Okay. Go ahead, slap me. Yeah, listen to this. I dare you. So the deputy involved did not have his body camera on at the time. News obtained video that uh, recorded it was recorded on another deputy's <laughs> body camera. The incident happened outside of an IHOP. Uh, deputies were there for a disturbance. Well, one, tensions always run high when there's pancakes involved. Uh, one deputy became engaged with a 61-year-old man and apparently was saying to the man, and they have this on video, <laughs> get it off your chest. Slap the S out of me and get it off your chest. I'm giving you permission to slap the S out of me and get it off your chest and see what happens. 
the man slapped him. Yeah. He All told right. him to, and the deputy knocked the dude on the ground. He slapped <laughs> him harder and knocked him on the ground. Uh, they're not identifying the deputy or the man because no one is charged with the crime yet. And right, he, he didn't hear the part about and then see what happens. And then the deputy says, well, it doesn't matter. No, he's, no it's by yeah. law. You're yeah. totally fine. Uh, the deputy says, uh, get up. That was stupid. That was effing stupid. Uh, the man was handcuffed, taken to jail, and charged with interfering with duties of a public servant. The next day, the charge was dismissed. Uh, magistrate found no probable causes. Essentially, the, the cop was baiting him to do it. Uh, the deputy has been on active duty ever since and has faced no disciplinary action as of yet. Uh, here's a follow-up story. Uh, you remember this. An iguana was injured when a man pulled the lizard from under his shirt and threw it at an Ohio restaurant manager. Uh, remains in protective custody at a humane society that is awaiting court permission to provide medical treatment. The turquoise female iguana that police named Cooper, or no, I'm sorry, Copper, uh, has a broken leg. Uh, metabolic bone disease and other ailments. Mm. The animal needs surgery that will cost about sixteen hundred bucks. Oh. Wow! Uh, but that can't happen until a judge gives approval because the Humane Society is not its owner. The Humane Society is keeping, or I'm sorry, seeking a tax deductible donation uh, to pay for the surgery. Uh, Copper is receiving basic care for now to make the lizard as comfortable as possible. The iguana's forty nine year old owner has been charged with cruelty to animals and disorderly conduct, both misdemeanor charges. The man threw a menu at a waitress at a Perkins, and when a manager intervened, the man removed the iguana from beneath the shirt, swung it around, and threw it at him. And I guess it seemed like the thing to do at the time. <laughs> so he injured the iguana, and now it's going to cost $1,600, and the Humane Society is trying to raise the money to save him. Did he have a concealed carry for the iguana? You know what? They didn't indicate that, mm. and uh, maybe that's something his lawyer needs to work I on. I would look into it. And there you go. That's what I have for you in the Bizarre File for now. And we'll take a break, and we'll come back in just a moment. Make sure that you stay with us. Hey, Philly. Come socialize with us. Follow 933WMMR on Twitter and Instagram. Or be our friend on Facebook. See photos, videos, and random behind-the-scenes stuff. Some stuff you don't want to see. Plus, it's completely safe for work. If you work here, that is. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And Hollywood Trash is brought to you by the Craft Beer Trail of Greater Philadelphia. Five counties with over 90 breweries. Learn more at visitphilly.com. All right, what are the stories you have for us today, Mr. Morrison? Well, Bachelorette host Chris Harrison announcing he will not be able to attend the wedding of Bachelor couple Ashley Iconetti and Jared Haben. Harrison says he did everything he could but was unable to get out of a desire not to be there. (laughs) John Goslin, formerly of John and K Plus 8, was seen out at Rehoboth Beach over the weekend. Goslin reportedly soaked up some sun while wrestling seagulls for half-eaten garbage. Oh, my God. And finally, Leonardo DiCaprio laughing off tabloid rumors that his girlfriend Camilla Maroney is pregnant with his child. DiCaprio is calling the story fall-down funny, especially since Camilla is only six years old. (laughs) And that's your I do have a number of stories that center around the world of outer space. If you would like to hear from the space cowboy. Uh, from can... outer space. And this will give Kathy time to fall asleep. <laughs> yes. But you shouldn't, though. You might have a concussion. Right? You That's right. I need to stay awake. Well, I thought this was nice. Uh, just a week before the first crew took up residency on the International Space Station 20 years ago. Yes. 
uh, NASA's 100th space shuttle mission landed back on Earth. And to celebrate that milestone, the Space Agency Employee Morale Organization had distributed a special Snoopy doll clad in a spacesuit that recognized uh, the peanut peanuts pooch as a symbol of excellence for the human space flight program. So two decades later, the comic strip Beagle is back at work at NASA promoting new safety, uh, crew safety on a new series of posters that commemorate, it is now apparently 20 years uh, that humans have been living in the space station. That's pretty cool because uh, Peanuts and the uh, that whole world was part of the Apollo uh, Apollo 11, and they had a whole bunch of stuff that was tied to that, uh, all sorts of collectible stuff with uh, Snoopy in, a, in an astronaut's costume. Right. It was great. Right. And, uh, and uh, Woodstock. Uh, the four SFA posters, which is the Space Flight Awareness uh, Program, uh, feature illustrations of Snoopy at the International Space Station, uh, each with a different message for employees. On one, for example, Snoopy is depicted floating inside the cupola as the Earth below fills the view through the uh, module's many windows. It's kind of like this. It's the place that you go on the space station to yeah. get a look. Man, that's where I want to oh go. That's God, where I go first. I put yeah. my I put my bed in there. Yeah, oh, it would just be amazing to be able to experience that. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, so cool. Uh, so there, yeah. There's one in the cupola, and uh, the Earth below. Fills you call it a cupola. The view through the uh, the modules, many windows. Underneath the scene is written, "Happiness is keeping our crews safe," uh, and it says, "From launch to landing." Another posters shows Snoopy inside the orbital laboratory with a view looking down. The length of the station, the message to workers reads, one team, one mission, leading discovery, improving life on Earth. And then a third design has the Charles Schultz character set against a simplified backdrop with the words, for the benefit of all. And lastly, the fourth poster features a space-suited Snoopy performing a spacewalk outside of the ISS and reads, mission success is in your hands. When was the last, uh, who was the last person to board the uh, space station and when did they do so? Does it say? You know what? It does not. It mainly talks about the first time right. uh, in this particular article. Right. Well, that, the launch is happening, I think, next week because this is the launch that we're trying to coordinate to be able to speak to somebody on the space station. So they're sending up, I believe, three uh, more astronauts next week. And then camp out is the week after that, so we're trying to work out these details. I wonder uh, that you have to imagine they're performing. They, they would be it would be extensive anyway, but you would have to imagine they're going way overboard in like COVID protection. You oh, can't, yeah. You, yeah, you can't send someone up who's you know. Yeah, yeah, any yeah. Risk I mean, that. they they already at least I know in the earlier days of of the space program, and and actually in latter as well, right. because they they would quarantine them beforehand. On the off chance that they might pick something up and then go up there and be stuck up there right. and be sick yeah. and then pass that on to other crew members. And then they would quarantine them in the original, uh, you know, Apollo programs. Actually, uh, Mercury and, and Gemini as well. They'd come back and they'd quarantine them because we didn't know what was out there. We had no, no. idea they could have picked up some kind of space virus or something. If you look in, uh, space gorillas could have bitten them and they right. could have been infected. <laughs> right. uh, I, I would say uh, the scene that is really um, kind of uh, indicative of what they would go through is in the uh, First man, when uh, Neil Armstrong is in, and they're all in that sort of quarantine area, and they're yeah. looking through the glass at their loved ones. By the way, Steve, I watched the first episode of the Right Stuff series. Really, really good. It is yeah. good. Much more in depth of yeah. uh, of a story and and some of the the personal dynamics they're going to explore uh, than than the movie, which was outstanding. Disney course. Plus, if you're interested. 
Yeah, it's really good. Uh, so, by the way, the station, the, the International Space Station's first crew was called Expedition 1, and that launched on October 31st, 2000. So, yeah, we're right about 20 years. That's amazing. A shade over 20 years, and began living on the ISS two days later. Okay, so does the International Space Station take the, the same um, uh, path every time? Do you uh, know what same, I mean? Same exact orbit path? Yeah. So here, here's the deal. When you, if you have an app where, where you follow the ISS and you look at the orbit of it and where it goes, um, it pops up all over the place. You can see it twice in one day sometimes mm-hmm. uh, in different parts of the sky. And because its orbit is not, the same as where we are spinning. Say, um, oh, okay. We're so we're spinning our... here, and it might be spinning this way, which means it's going to come up all over on the uh, okay. Uh, so on the horizon. Wh- all right. So we spin uh, east to west or whatever, right? In, and in, that in might... a certain direction, and it's going. It's not going with that or against that specifically. But Nick, do they they change uh, orbit patterns? I think so because of what you were describing, because of the way that it, we are able to see it, um, and that that changes on the reg. Once you get into three dimensions and how things move in space, man, I get Forget lost it. right oh, yeah. away. It's, no. it's unbelievable. Yeah. Especially, when, you know, and no up or down. Yeah. So that, that becomes a complicating issue. So it was NASA astronaut Bill Shepard and cosmonauts Sergei Krikalev and Yuri Gadzenko. I am big fan of Snoopy. Of uh, Russia's <laughs> space agency uh, Roscosmos. Uh, spent 141 days in orbit before... Uh, handing off the space station to its next crew. And since then, 241 people have served on 64 expedition crews as residents aboard the complex. Is it ever empty? Is there ever I anyone think so. not think so, up yeah. there? I wonder if it's been I that way. I hope they for, leave the lights on then. I wonder if it's been that way for 20 years, if, there is, if, is, if it's never been unoccupied. I just want to say that when we got here, we did not think we would like you much, none neither. <laughs> <laughs> but if we could get along with American astronauts, then maybe there is hope for a world. I didn't know that's where they got that. Yeah. Well, uh, Snoopy has served as mascot at NASA since 1968, Steve, yeah? Uh, during the Apollo, Skylab, and Space Shuttle programs. I yeah. remember purchasing uh, collectibles. Uh, similar posters were displayed at NASA facilities across the U.S. to remind employees that the astronauts' uh, lives were their collective responsibility. Ah, Nick, have you gotten any traction with... Uh... This yeah. it's funny, Casey, and we can talk more about this off air. There's one guy that's really helpful and really eager, and then there's and another a guy, dick. a little bit of a dick, and uh, so I and I've been forced to deal with the dick a little bit more frequently. Space lately. dicks are the worst, and it's just a little frustrating because the guy. There's one guy who who is from Philly, knows the show, knows the station, really wants to help make it happen. He's not the uh, the guy in charge. Uh. Um, so, uh, but be that as it may, the next launch is uh, scheduled for the 14th, and it's going to launch from Cape. Um, Cape Kennedy, which is unusual. Most of the launches have been out of uh, Russia or yeah. Kazakhstan over the yeah, last yeah, from yeah. the Star City, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I, listen, that, that would be so phenomenal. We've been trying to work on that for for quite a while to get someone in actively in orbit around the Earth and carry on a conversation with them. It'd be pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll give you one more. Is there any space shopping stories? <laughs> uh, let me let me, t- let me see if I can find a way to make that up. Um, no. All right. Uh, this I thought was pretty damn cool. 
Uh, there's over 4,000 exoplanets that have been discovered to date. Um, so there's worlds out there that are so weird, they put Doctor Who writers to shame. And the latest to join the ranks is an exoplanet called K2141b. Now, when you say exo, these are the planets you're most likely to get kisses and hugs on, right? Yeah, exo yeah. Yeah, yeah. planets. Uh, no, these are these are planets that are, I don't know... Ha- the, supporting life, possibly? Not supporting life, because I'll explain what yeah. this one is all about. K2141b is a scorching planet where it actually rains rocks. Wow, that's cool. Whips wind around at supersonic speeds, and huge swaths of the surface are covered in lava oceans. They There is one positive to this planet, though, Preston. They say if you happen to have darkening windows, they would stay bright all the time. <laughs> It might be worth exploring. It would be worth rainstorms with boulders if the, I don't know, if you happen to work in a place where the windows always turn dark prematurely. By the way, exoplanet is a term used to describe planets that are just outside of our own solar system. Okay, there we go. Elsewhere. That's what Kathy was saying. The solar system. So, (laughs) this was discovered in 2018 by Kepler's second light mission. Yeah. K2-141b is a rocky super-Earth that's about 50% bigger than our own home planet. I didn't even see that coming. I'm going to train on that planet for my fight with Drago. Uh, But it's five times denser, which would make sense. Yeah, that's about right. I know some of you ex-overs didn't like me none, but I didn't like you none either. (laughs) And I don't like your rainstorm. Because they keep breaking my umbrella. Oh, okay, yeah, it's rocks, for crying out loud. Uh, so, anyhow, yeah, it's a rocky planet, and um, uh, it has... One, could you imagine a rocky planet? Everyone. <laughs> hey, rocky, glad to be rocky. Hey, where you going? I'm going to go. I'm a boxer. I'm a boxer, too. Yeah. <laughs> one of them has their daughter, their little daughter with them. That's it's right. Just, yeah. It's Rockalina. Yeah. It could be Rockies from different yeah. eras. It could be Rocky One and Rocky Six and Rocky Balboa. Hey, don't talk to the one for number five. He's almost a brain dead. <laughs> really? I'm, I'm like Stephen Hawking compared to that one. <laughs> the elite Rockies. Oh, wow. Don't talk to those. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta move out. There's a bunch of Rocky Fibers moving in. Uh. <laughs> So this planet is five times denser. I don't know those rocky fibers in my kid's school. Uh, it has one of the shortest years of any known planet. It zips around its host star. See you next year. See you next year. See you next year. Uh, so listen, yeah, yeah. It, it zips around its host star once every 6.7 hours. Wow. That's how fast. That's the year. Yeah. So, oh. God, imagine you don't, you'd be perpetually buying Christmas presents. That's like Mercury, man. Yeah. Mercury, Mercury's, man. <laughs> thank you. It's, uh, Mercury's day is uh, longer than its year. Yeah. Mercury's day is longer than its year. It takes longer oh, for Mercury to rotate, to rotate on its it, axis than it does for it to go around the sun. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, the you can't get as close as this one is to a star and not feel the burn, so temperatures are expected to soar. In the new study, researchers simulated the atmosphere and weather of K2B141 or K, K2141B by studying the spectrum of light from the star filtering through the planet's atmosphere. So the simulations suggest that K2141b has a system similar to Earth's water cycle. Well, you don't like my planet? Uh, fluid- it stinks! <laughs> That's right, it stinks! 
Uh, that ain't you. Uh, it is a system similar to Earth's water cycle, fluid oceans, and atmospheric vapor that condenses and falls as rain. The difference is, though. I kiss you. <laughs> Do you want to kiss me? The difference is that on this exoplanet, the cycle isn't water, but rocks. Okay, so it, that's why it's rocky. K2... Yeah, that rock! One, yeah, it's mind-blowing. K2-141... <laughs> He's the president, Mickey. Is, uh, it's tidally locked to its star, meaning about two-thirds of the planet is constantly bathed in daylight. It doesn't rotate on its axis. It always is facing... The sun. The same part is always facing that star. That's amazing. Oh, what, so, what, how big is their sun, do they say? It doesn't say. Um, it's pretty big. Yeah. Uh, well, that, these, I'm sorry. Are they exoplanets outside of our solar system, or it's in another solar system? It's in another solar system. Okay. It's yeah. They it's got their own sun. It's a ways, ways away. Uh, so carry on my wayward son. So that heats up the day side to a sweltering 5,432 degrees Fahrenheit. That's good weather to train it. Uh, melting. Carry on. Yeah. to rest. Kiss cuff and link. Good night. <laughs> he kisses them good night. Yeah, he loves a turtle. Can't you get like salmonella from kissing turtles? You nah, can. I don't like that. <laughs> 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 But butt kiss, you can, you can, kiss. You can yeah, kiss him I all kiss you want. Kiss all the time. He kisses yeah. butt. Yeah. Right. Uh, so anyhow, uh, yes. So five thousand four hundred thirty-two degrees, melting the surface into a vast lava ocean, which is sixty-two miles deep. You know they're estimating sixty-two miles. Uh, um, sixty-two miles deep. <laughs> That's how deep the lava ocean is. Uh, but it doesn't stop there. That heat is enough to actually vaporize rocks. Creating an atmosphere of largely silicon dioxide. So it probably does stink. Uh, yeah, I'm oh, sure yeah. it does. Yeah. Stinks. Yeah. That's what it stinks. Just like farts all the time. <laughs> Trying to leave a lava 60 miles deep. Stinks. That's what it stinks. Uh, meanwhile, the night side of the planet, that's where the parties are. Yeah. Never sees any light, so temperatures there plunge below 328 degrees Fahrenheit. Turn up to the night side! Yeah! <laughs> That's good training weather, too, like yeah. when you were in Russia. He, yeah. he was in the snow. And, yeah, 328 degrees, negative 328 degrees Fahrenheit. That's chilly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that huge temperature differential creates incredibly strong winds, clocking speeds over 3,100 miles per hour. Hey, dude, where's my sweater? Yeah. Two worlds collide. Uh, these, oh, this is from Rocky IV, oh, right? Yeah. 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 What's the name of the song? The Burning uh, Heart. Yeah. In the Burning Heart. <laughs> it's about to burst, or whatever it is. Is this Survivor Don't Kill? Tell Manila. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm pretty certain this is Survivor. Here's West. A man against man. Can any I want to hear that. Uh, what? 
stopped it? I didn't stop it. Well, that's it's all just, we have? Why do you end before the chorus? God damn it, oh, man. I'm sorry. You know what? I'll make it better with this. No sad, bro. Okay. Survivor burning heart it was. Yeah. Okay. Um, Wasn't as big a hit as Eye of the Tiger. So these supersonic winds carry the vaporized rocks around to the night side of the planet where it cools, condenses, and then falls as rocky rain. Right. So it actually that's Rocky Rain. <laughs> Rocky Rain. Right, put up your hand. Rocky Rain. Rocky Rain. Um so a pa- oh, yeah. Clap along if you remember this one. Yeah. Um oh, one guy clapped. <laughs> well, how do you clap along to this song, Rock? I don't know. <laughs> I'm dealing with rock storms. There it is. I never meant to cause you no trouble. <laughs> I never meant to cause you no pain. Hey. I just want you to realize you probably didn't like me much neither. <laughs> I like you. I want to live in a place where rocks don't come down in the form of rain. <laughs> Rocky rain is a pain. <laughs> yes. Rocky rain causes pain. Come on, put up your hand. <laughs> Even that big guy, the big glasses in the back. Oh, the, the club owner? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyhow. Um, yeah. Good work there, Casey. Yeah. Oh, Casey has his hands up. Yeah. Anyhow. The one guy. Yeah, working hard. Let me see them tries. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, it's not a completely stable system on. It doesn't uh, sound like it. K2141B. Realtors must have a nightmare there. Uh, the team says it takes a while for the magma ocean to flow from the night side to the day side. So the overall mineral composition of the surface and atmosphere of the planet will probably change over time. Day side. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> day man. Opposite of the night side. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Champion of the sun. Oh. <laughs> 60 miles of molten lava for everyone. <laughs> there have been a lot of references in this conversation. Yes, there have. I'd like to see a Venn diagram of all of them because mm-hmm. we got Kansas and Survivor and Sunny and. Yep. Rocky. Purple, stuff. purple Rain. We got all of it, man. We have actual, and, and in that somewhere, some actual information that's But the most long. laughable part, we get paid for this. I, I mean, know. there was literally Sunny D and purple stuff in that, right? <laughs> that's right, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this all remains simulated speculation for now, but the researchers say that their predictions could be checked in the near future. Um, this um, is this, I mean, this is fascinating. In the beginning of the movie, the George Powell movie, War of the Worlds, they have, and this is stuff they found out, tremendous... Uh, a tremendous uh, uh, additional information concerning these planets, just the planets in our solar system, the kind of savage environments that they that exist. And there's a, an artist who years ago used to do stuff for NASA named Chesley Bonestall, I believe his name is. And he did, you know, like before computer renderings, 
depictions of what these planets would look like. I yeah. mean, it's just well the most savage stuff you could possibly imagine. You like think nightmares. About, you think about sci-fi depictions of what planets might look like, yeah. right? And now we're learning that they actually do exist. I, I was thinking about... Um, uh, oh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, Mustafar at the end of that, where where Obi Wan and uh, Anakin Skywalker have that. <laughs> they have a big lightsaber fight, but that's what this looks like. That that planet looks yeah. like this one that actually now exists per these descriptions, dude. And like Venus, one that looks beautiful from our point of view, is very very yeah. uh, hostile. Deadly. By the way, we have the hook for uh, the song from Rocky Four. Uh, we can skip to. I the, can skip yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get to the burning heart of this uh, song here. Yes, please. <laughs> burning heart you know, of the planet. One thing uh, before you play that <laughs> on this planet. Okay, at the at the uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, they're in proximity. Oh, they would to, turn up. They would be incinerated unless they're surrounded by the force and it's somehow protecting. They them. got those little robots that are protected, and so they're cruising around on those robots and they're protecting them. Mm-hmm. And those but I, but I'm saying, fields. Nick, the general heat. Just yeah. being in, in yeah. proximity. Being a mile from that would well, burn they're, you they're up. They're not even sweating. They're yeah. not even sweating. Okay? They, they are wielding lightsabers. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, can use a magical, all-knowing force to uh, yeah. throw lightning at one another, too. So oh, there's, but there's a, on the planet, there's a whole damn... You have to suspend disbelief <laughs> on some levels. Also, this planet shows up in uh, Rogue One. Yeah. It's yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Let me play Like a spider? Is that what he said? No, say that. I would think it would be like an eagle. Spire. Spire. Spider extends his wings. Yeah. I thought it was an itsy bitsy spider. Itsy bitsy spider. Run up the water's bow. So, yeah. Like a burning heart. Yeah. <laughs> like the spider who flies into the night. Oh, my God. <laughs> With the eight-legged bird. <laughs> We're getting things mixed up. Here. Yeah. Okay. Are we? Uh, anyhow. Uh, Freaking th- weird stuff on this planet. This was uh, from the Space Cowboy file. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Oh, man. I even lost the Space Cowboy song. I'm sorry. And we ha- we do have to move along. We Somebody do. gently That's nudge I'm, Kathy. And I'm wrapping that up. We're done now, Kath. Oh, you can fall out of your chair now. <laughs> That's what happened last time. <laughs> <laughs> Just start talking about. It. All right, we don't care about it. that's it. Uh, yep. I actually have more. So, Kathy, oh, don't you fret. <laughs> don't you fret. We'll find another time to pass that information along. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get to the bizarre file. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show podcast. Ninety-three-three WMMR. Everything that rocks. G3 Assistance through Virginia's Community Colleges is your pathway to a new future. Get a skill. Get a job. Get ahead. Learn more at vccs.edu forward slash G3.